0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. You know, holiday time people put off the shopping to the end to the end of the time, the end of the spectrum. People rambling at the last minute get a get their cousin a batch of rose water or get somebody a, um get a toupee for someone who's losing their hair or something. But the tough thing for businesses is getting the orders out. If you run a small business or if you have to ship a lot of things, you know this. That's why ShipStation works with all your favorite places to sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, Shopify, eBay, etc. You'll save time, money, and stress during the holiday rush. And when you sign up using my promo code, you'll even get two months to try ShipStation for free. That's right. Use promo code Theo today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code THEO. This holiday season, give yourself the gift of stress-free holiday shipping. Make ship happen. Some tour dates to announce. If you want to come see the Return of the Rat tour, we'll be in Louisville, Kentucky, January 25th and 26th. Indianapolis, Indiana, January 27th and 28th. Shreveport, Louisiana, February 1 and two. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, February 3 through 5. Corpus Christi, Texas, March 24. Houston, Houston, sorry, Texas, March 25th. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, April 26th through 29th. New York City at the Beacon Theater, May 13th, and Austin, Texas, June 1st through 3rd. Um, some of those dates are getting sold out. Some of those dates we will be adding new shows to, I know specifically Austin, uh, Phoenix and possibly how, uh, Houston, you can get tickets at theovon.com slash T O U R. Make sure to access tickets through there, uh, to get accurately priced ticketing. Uh, thank you guys so much. If you do come out to a show and you want to leave something for us, a gift or an item or something, you can always leave it with the merch people at the merch table uh, just so you know that. Uh, thank you guys so much for all your love and support. Um, I'm excited to uh, to come and see you. You know, it's hunting season. It's hunting. People are out there setting traps, snares. Put a taffy. Some people put a damn taffy out there and they'll catch a pigeon on that bitch. People do all kind of thing. If you like to hunt... Then check out the Hitter Hunting Club collection. New merch now available at TheoVonStore.com. We've got hoodies in orange and maroon. We got a raccoon on one of them. Because you know my brother's out there killing raccoons out there. Out in um, southern Utah. He's out there uh, just really getting those little damn criminals. They are. We got camo hats, traditional in orange. We got it all. Elmer, fud yourself up. Elmer, fud your cousin, man. Fud your cousin. Bunch of cousin fudders. Get that hitter and more at theovonstore.com. Today's guest is an astrophysicist. Um, He's an author. He has a new book called Starry Messenger, Cosmic Perspectives on Civilization. Uh, We're going to chat a little bit about it. And he's just that, you know, he's that galactic bad boy. He's that, um, you know, he's that uh, outer space uh, Joe Montana, you know. He's going deep with the facts, baby. You know what he is. Um, He's science. He's a science man. He's a mannequin for science. He likes the facts, and he wears them, and he wears them well. We're happy to have him here today, Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. out.
1: joke uh there's a guy his name is tex Mm -hmm. and people said why they call you tex are you from texas and he said no i'm from louisiana and he said well why they call you tex he said because i don't want anyone calling me louise (laughs) I could see that, man. Yeah, that was, it was just a cute something from the 1960s. What old, old sort of old timer, old timey joke? Yeah,
0: that's one of one of my favorite jokes. Is uh, they have this guy Chris Lee He's a comedian, and he has a joke. It says. um Oh, I saw the first 48. It's a TV show where they have 48 hours to solve a crime, but really they have as much time as they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. Um, and then this one's a little edgier, but it's, um, what's the last thing you want to hear when you're giving a blowjob to Willie Nelson? What? I'm not Willie Nelson. Oh,
1: okay. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. yeah, it's not my joke, <laughs> but it's my favorite joke, I, 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 I think. And you know, the uh, George Carlin has a, a blowjob joke. He said, uh, here's a sentence that's never been uttered in the history of the world. Stop giving me a blowjob or I'll call the police. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean. and, and ever since I heard that, I said, there are sentences in the world that just have never been uttered yeah. in the history of the world. Well, that's funny because Joe Rogan, when he says that everything has been...
0: He says like everything has been done, like you've-
1: No, no, no. I'll give an example. Okay. Okay. We, uh, in New York 20 years ago, we opened a new facility to the universe and we have models of planets and molecules and things that are dangling. So you get the size, the relative sizes of things. I gave a tour of the facility to Martha Stewart. Wow. Okay. She's all that, by the way, because as we walking around and there was like a display surface, She's like. Oh, tidy, tidy up, up. Oh, She was really? taking the fingerprints off
0: the, off the, off the. She's probably taking her fingerprints <laughs> off. She's been guilty of something. So, so watch what
1: happens. So we're walking around and, and we have these orbs and she says, Dr. Tyson, you have dust on your molecules. <laughs> and I thought to myself, wow. That sentence has never been spoken <laughs> in the history of the universe. That's
0: right. See, I think that's it. I agree with that kind of stuff. Right, right. yeah, one time I was on his show, and the first thing he said, he's like, you know, there's been another Theo Vaughn. There's been another, and an, like, there's just- Oh, a, he wants the multiverse to yes. to be
1: another one of you? Oh, we can go
0: there. We can go that's there. That's what he goes into. But you actually, in your uh, in Wait, the book- do we begin yet? We all up and beginning? I think we're rolling. We're You're rolling, okay? yeah. Yeah, we're good. Let it go. I love what you've done with the place, by the way.
1: Oh, it's thank very you. Nice. Uh, Uh
0: We're just about to get a, we're, we're getting a new studio. So we're,
1: we're getting close to the end of the time. Don't make it too impersonal. I mean, make sure the studio is still intimate. Just feels intimate. Yeah. yeah. yeah, I agree. It's important, right? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, what are you doing? You know, you're on stage, you know, and that's not the point of a podcast. Dude, that's a great point
0: because we've been looking at places, and I'm like, I don't want something that's too corporate or something. It, no, it doesn't no, feel right.
1: That ain't right. That ain't right.
0: Yeah, and, it feels like more you want. It and to, when you're
1: on stage, that's you be on stage. That's different, right? Right. Yeah. Here we're chilling. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're chilling. Yeah. You want it to feel that way. Yeah, exactly. That's
0: a great point. I'm mm-hmm. glad you. I'm really glad you said that because I needed some affirmation there. Uh huh. Um, but in your book, in Starry Messengers, so this is your new book. Right? And thanks for, for checking it out. Yeah, 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 definitely. No, I tried to check out as much as I, just as much as like um, I had time to kind of uh Here's what enjoy. you do, you,
1: you're here in LA, you're in mm-hmm. LA, okay. You get the audio book. And then when you're stuck in traffic, you just, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Three days of traffic <laughs> get through the book just fine, all right? That's how they should market them. Yeah. How many days think, of four four or five yeah, traffic, you know? Four days of traffic, yeah. <laughs> um, but one thing you said about it was
0: individual, that the end of their, uh, you, you kind of almost did it a little bit of an equation on the individual. It, it's kind of towards the later in the book. Mm-hmm. You talked about, it was just like that each person is unique, and you kind of went oh, into- Oh, you
1: went straight there.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cause, cause, yeah, that's the life and death chapter. So there's- so, just tell me about that.
1: I just want people to hear how unique they are. Oh yeah. Okay. So, just the book is a cosmic perspectives on civilization, and it's what the world looks like if you're scientifically literate and you have a, and and you're thinking about Earth from space, and the world looks really different. Not just the world physically, but people's interactions are different. You have some strongly held opinion, and I'd say. No, you don't. You think you you think you've deeply thought this through. Right. But you haven't. There's yeah. this part of it, and have you thought about this and have you thought about that? I'm not here to hand you an opinion. I just here to want to make sure that whatever opinion you do have is deeply is is rationally formed that you that you've folded all the information together then i walk away and think however the hell you want i don't care yeah i think yeah it definitely
0: helps like adjust maybe the scope of stuff like if you're looking at something from this angle what about look at it from this angle, or what about look at it from the inside or what about look at it from the history of its beginning
1: like exactly and a quick one before i get to the the uh the how unique we are. Uh, just a quick one, you know. I don't know if you, you buy tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, now when you buy tuna, it's very clear whether it's line-caught tuna. Oh, really? Line-caught, okay, that's a big selling point. Because when it's not line-caught, it's net-caught. Oh, you they know, do it, net, Well huh? You know what happens when they drag a net? Occasionally they drag a dolphin into Ooh, the net. Yeah. Dolphins are air-breathing. So if they're caught in a net, they suffocate and die. Oh, Okay, you don't want that, so you get line-caught tuna. And I'm just thinking, so for people who just care about that, I'm just. I wonder, what about the tuna? <laughs> who yeah. just cares about the tuna? <laughs> do, do you just not give a rat's ass about the tuna? Like what? 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 <laughs> and, and it's and 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 then they said, well, it kills the dolphin unnecessarily. Oh, so so then I said, well then. Make dolphin burgers, okay. You said you can't have that, and I said, Well, why not? You go to the deli, yeah. Okay, if a deli made dolphin salad sandwiches, they'd Uh be picketing out front, wouldn't there? Okay, I'd have
0: a cut of it. Okay, (laughs) you're Theo Vaughn, but (laughs) I'd love it. We had Owl one time at Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, oh, Thanksgiving, oh man, okay. So, uh, my point is if you if you go to a deli, you, mm-hmm. and you, there'd be picketers out front. If you're serving dolphin, if yeah, so you're slinging dolphin in a sandwich, now watch. Down. But what else does the deli serve? They sell dead chicken, mm-hmm. dead turkey, dead salmon, dead pig, dead cow with with roast beef, dead vegetables. <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. But they sell all kinds of dead animals in a sandwich, and this is just another dead animal. But somehow we culturally, philosophically, we we've divided up all the kingdoms of life, and we do carve-outs yeah. for what we wanna protect and what we don't. And often that carve-out is arbitrary at some level. Yeah, And just be self-aware of that. Are you high and noble because you're saving the dolphin but you're eating the tuna? Right. I don't know that you entirely are. You say, well, a dolphin is a mammal. Well, so are pigs and cows. All right, last I checked. Yeah. Okay. They're just, I think people, they're not as graceful. They don't, they can't do as many. Well, someone also can- Oh, admit, admit that. Say, I will not eat graceful animals. Right. I'll only eat clumsy animals that are ugly. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's an attempt to just make you more honest yeah. with yourself about the opinions you carry. There's another one. Uh, let's say you're a vegetarian this is from the chapter meat eaters and vegetarians. Okay. I go there, because okay. you know. A, that, that'll, this,
0: that'll rile some folks uh, that's up. That's what
1: I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Each chapter is a is a point of conflict in civilization. I'm trying to illuminate mm-hmm. places where people could think differently, or maybe not have to think that way at all, because in fact, what they felt deep was deeply held argument really just evaporates in the face of a cosmic perspective. So here's one, you're a vegetarian because you just don't want to kill animals, okay? You you don't want to kill uh, fine. So in your basement, you have a humane mouse trap. Mhm. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen. Oh, those. Oh, you've seen those. All yeah, right.
1: they some of them. It's like a little. It goes. A, it's in a little there, goes in. It and kick there's it out. art on the walls yeah, inside of it. <laughs> it's inside. It's, like, it, it's a, like a mouse condominium. All right. Yeah. So they crazy. go in. And you got to check them every there's few days. Water. Every few days because they'll they'll dry out. All right. So anyhow, so you check it and then you and what do they do with the mouse once they capture it? What let it? it free. They let it free into the wild. All right. Because they don't want to kill animals. All right. I get that. But do you realize that a mouse in the wild lives between nine and 18 months because it's highly likely to be swallowed whole by a owl or pecked apart by all manner of woodland predators, oh. Okay, uh, carnivores. And so oh. so what you've done that is doom, you've doomed the mouse to be eaten prematurely in its life. So the best thing you can do for the mouse is leave it in your basement where it will live Six, up to six years of a full-fat life in your basement, but you're not doing that. No, because, yeah, so I
0: guess it makes us feel like some type of noble if we transfer it. I'm just saying- But if, you're
1: really putting it into a harder life. In a harder life, correct. Yeah. So if so, if you want to say, well, that's just nature's loop and circle, well, all right, so you're saying it's nature's circle to have a owl eat it. Then, for you, By the way, if you crawled into the domicile of any animal- mm. They'll kill you if they could. Yep. <laughs>
2: They'll That's kill true.
1: you. They, they will kill your ass. Yeah, they all don't right. care, bro. Right, if you if you lay down into an ant nest, mm-hmm. they will bite <laughs> you ass. <laughs> so so all right, but oh, no, we have the intellect and the power to capture something and remove it from your home. And I'm just saying. If you cared about the mouse, you'd leave it in your basement. Yeah, that's all. That's that's my only point. Yeah, I think well, that's a good point. A lot of a lot of
0: this book is like that, and it's kind of I I thought it was nice about the book that you can kind of pick it up whenever you can kind of almost start in on any chapter. Yeah, because the chapters
1: are independent of each other, and but and each one is a is a is a way in a way a chapter on the things we all argue about. Yeah, the chapter on on there's a one on politics. You know, are you left wing, right wing? What are you arguing about, and why? And have you really thought it through? There's the vegetarians and meat eaters. There's there's um, a chapter on life and death, risk and reward. That one. There's a gap in the human mind. I, I have no other way to account for this. Where we do, it is not natural to think about statistics and probability. Oh yeah, that's around. me. It's it's <laughs> it's not natural. And did you know that that well, it doesn't ru- feel as much fun sometimes. That's true. It, it ruins something what you want to be true or what you feel to be true. Yeah, or the mystery. It takes away the mystery. And but I'm um, but it's a triumph of human intellect that we even went could figure it out in the first place. Here's what you have. You go to you go to Vegas and and there's someone puts some money on a 7 on the roulette and I'll say why are you sticking with the 7? What's well, it's due, yeah. and they're looking at and and the roulette table. They have a list of all the previous numbers, yeah. and they say it hasn't shown up. It's due. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not due. Every roll has the same probability every time. Every time, it's not due. But all right. What is, so what is that feeling then that we get? What is that? I'm feeling? T- I'm telling you. I'm telling other things that people rolling dice and they need a low number, like a three or four, so they roll the like the, the dice yeah. gently. <laughs> <laughs> and if they need a high number they'll throw it hard. No. And so so do you know who exploits this about us? Casinos. Casinos know we suck at math and probability and statistics. So they exist other human beings learn this about human beings and created an entire industry wow. to exploit it. Damn. It's sad. Oh. And, 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 and my my people, my people, the uh, American Physical Society, physicists, um this is back in the eighties, they were gonna have their annual meeting in, in San Diego and there was a snafu with the hotel reservations. Vegas said, we'll take you. You got 4,000 people We'll do at we, uh, the MGM said, we'll take you. So all the physicists went to Vegas and we know probability and statistics. We understand the fact that basically you don't win relative yeah. to the, so, you know, at the end of the week, there was a news headline, physicists in town Lowest casino take ever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's just, it's sad. It was like almost the saddest chapter that I wrote. Well, Walk why it. do we feel that? So, what is that feeling
0: that makes us feel like? Is it a feeling that we create? Is it a, where does that come from that makes us feel like this is it? It's know? because
1: we don't have the brain wiring to know otherwise. I have no other accounting for it. We just don't think. Uh, by the way, that branch of math was one of the last to be discovered. Mm. Do you realize probability and statistics was developed and discovered after calculus? Wow. If why? you can pick, because I think it's because the brain doesn't even know how to go there. I have a, I have a research paper from the mid 1700s, which feels like a long ago, but a lot of math had been developed before that, including calculus. And in that paper, it says, I've just discovered how helpful it is to take an average of numbers. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
0: right, that's pretty normal Some, stuff. So
1: that's normal stuff. And somebody had to discover this Wow! about the world. And so, so we yeah. I guess we don't want
0: because do you think also at that time there was a lot? There's also back then there's more sorcery. There's
1: more wizards. Yeah. There's more less than than the Middle Ages and stuff. But right. There's still a few milling around.
0: Yeah, a few. And and so and so I think people there's a little bit more mysticism then. So probability probably is something that probably would be the last thing you think about if somebody over here is you know Hester Prentiss somebody at a damn that
1: that's a perceptive party. What you're saying, I think, is because we had sorcerers and wizards and people with mysterious powers and shamans and things, uh, they could live in the mystery of the probability and statistics. And you think it's a power that they wield, and so there's no urge to try to decode it because it's their powers, right? Yeah, so I agree with you. you I think right. It's they hadn't you're, really debunked all those powers. 100%, no, they had And
0: religion was really at the t- at the, at the at, on everyone's breath. So yep. there was a lot
1: more. I think. Uh, mystery, and what it's not just probable. Even physiology. So, for example, you go back, you know, three, four hundred years. If you fell on the ground, mm-hmm. writhing and frothing at the mouth, people would think you were winning something from God. It, no, no, it's no, no, no. You ju- uh, and you're doing this, and you're shaking. The devil just occupied oh, your the body. Devil, boy, that's what the devil looks like and feels like. So, oh my gosh, the devil's there. Let me go to get the priest. So you're in a small town. How far away is the church? It's two blocks away. Okay. So you go down to, and you, you know. Uh, but you f- could be choking on the damn muffin. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could be, but I'm specifically referring to that condition okay. where you're frothing at the mouth. Okay? okay. So they get the priest. The priest gets the robe, the holy water, the, the crucifix. They go to on location. They bless them. And then the symptoms go away. Oh, now you're healed by the priest. That is the exact And it was a seizure. And it was a seizure. It was an epileptic seizure. Damn, Epileptic seizure matches the time scale of you going to get a priest down the block in a small town. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And so, boom, why think it's anything
0: but the devil? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's right. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. You won't find when you can check your pockets, check your pants. Check your crevasses, check your, check it, check. Go ahead, check, feel around, feel yourself. There's no user manual. So when life isn't working for you, it's normal that you can feel stuck. Hell, I felt so damn stuck. I feel like I'm got glue on me. I'm glued out. Navigating life's challenges can be challenging. That's why BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine that you and me can be. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. Whether you've been in therapy or haven't been in therapy, BetterHelp is, it's interesting because you can get a therapist right there. You get one and they'll help you find one in person. They'll help you find one on, um, on the screen. You can just talk on the phone. It, whatever's comfortable for you. If the therapist isn't working, it's easy, to, it's easy to change therapists. You don't have to be in the office explaining to them. You just send a message, say, I want to try someone different. And boom, there you are. And I encourage you to find someone that really fits. Try a couple out before you land somewhere. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. Uh, if things aren't clicking, switch. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash that's better h e l p
1: betterhelp.com slash Theo we are so, so so I don't blame people for this it's just the reality of discovery and and if you question what you see and and find ways to to experiment with it and you realize no it is not the devil it is epilepsy that's um, uncontrolled firing of your the the synapses of your brain it's still a you know, a tragic affliction that's not entirely cured. We can control it with drugs and things. But that's an example of the mystery that existed back then. Do you believe in the devil? I remain unconvinced that such a thing exists. Dang, you're challenging him. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, Jews don't, Think of of hell. Jews, there's to Jews, there's a heaven, but no hell, and therefore there's no devil. Oh wow, yeah. well, that's taking the easy way out. Well, no, because you know well, saying? yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, and
0: it's better real estate too if you're if you're I feel like if you're advertising <laughs> it like that, like eh, there's a heaven, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the hell, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they needed to, less forces of control over their conduct than the Christians later did. I don't know. Yeah, that's one thing about Christianity, man. It's too sometimes it's like too much pressure. Well, yeah, and no one could fulfill it. No one can live it's up impossible. to that, which is why here's another one. In the spirit of your earlier comment, here's another one. Oh, you got sick, and this person didn't. God is punishing you. You mm. did something against God in the last two weeks. Yeah, you were touching your privates. All right, yeah. well, you, whatever. I mean, we all do stuff. Oh, I do. <laughs> and it's and it's easy to find it and say, "Oh my gosh, I must be punished for that." God. And and when that happens, then you blame starts getting handed out. So uh, here, I got another one. Consider consider that Muslims the it's part of the rituals of being a muslim uh-huh. is you're cleaning your hands and your feet and your and your ears and your nose and there's there's an, an ablution whatever the word is where you there's a cleansing daily wow daily okay that's a good idea my okay. grandmother
0: i think was muslim then we'll, we'll just
1: think but <laughs> we'll just think about this back then Nobody's showering every day. Nobody, people's, but some funky times, uh. okay, all right? There's some people who don't shower every day today, but you could, and United States, we probably take more showers than anybody else in the world from the research I've done on that. But point is, if a disease comes through and mm-hmm. it comes from contact or, or or some other thing because you're dirty, you get sick and the Muslims don't. Oh, so they seem powerful. Oh, my gosh. And you're Christian and they're Muslims? You're, you're saying, they put a, a, a hex on okay. me. Yeah. These heathens, these non-Jesus following, okay? Wow. This is how this can happen. I got another one. You ready? This, I this don't one. know. I'm still riding uh, the last one. <laughs> you got one? You ready? You got okay. a lot of them. Here it goes. All right. So we would later learn that many of the plagues uh-huh. uh, were from a flea, Okay. Like from a um, like a little fly. Oh uh, yeah, just a flea, just a okay. regular a regular flea that the house flea that okay, you get on, yeah, yeah. on pets. Okay, oh, so now them. watch. So the flea would get infected and would bite you, and you'd get the plague. Okay, okay. The plagues have killed more people than practically any more than wars. Okay, oh, wow. all right. So, so oh, wow. plague is like a blight on you. All right. So now watch what happens. Where did the fleas come from? We would later learn. They came from rats and mice, Yeah. okay, that were infected with the plague. So if your house had rats or mice, and mice were common, look at old Renaissance paintings. There's mice in the corners of the paintings. It's really funny just to see this. All right, so now watch. Maybe they were good luck, huh? If you owned a cat, you didn't have mice. So you didn't get the plague. You didn't get the plague. No, wait a minute, who owned cats? Well, there are many women that owned cats. So, women didn't get the plague, and they were therefore sorcerers. They were witches. Damn. Witches. And some of them are. And, And you still associate a cat with a witch. Yeah. To this day. To this day. I mean when you're when you're you know yeah, storytelling about Broom, it. Wits, those those are are the items. No, these are the two uh, uh, uh Accoutrements. <laughs> so those are them. So these are this is what happens when you live in a pre-scientific era. Wow. The blame game begins. But that's fun as hell, though, ah! some of it. Well, for a movie, but I don't want to live in those times. Yeah. So this book is an attempt to unravel this blame game, when you see things happening, it's not my fault, it's your fault, Mm -hmm. but did you really look through your opinions and your thoughts and- and, and Yeah, it was neat, some of it made me mad. Ah, good, good. Some of it made me mad, I was like,
0: fuck, I don't wanna know this, I don't wanna. (laughs) It, I want to believe what I want to believe. No, no, no!
1: It's bad because you knew it. You knew it's true, and it's against your urges. Yeah, right? it was like,
0: damn, Neil. I want to believe what I want to believe.
1: You know, that's what it felt like sometimes. Some well, no, but I'm not. I don't think I'm heavy handed. I think it's I'm, they're offerings, right? Have you thought about it this way? Yeah, no, it, I don't think it came off like. I'm trying to think. No, I don't think it came off as
0: like know it all. I right. think it was like I, I don't. That wasn't my intent. If right. It, if it ever felt that way, that was. It's just. Well, you're a fact guy. You're a factual uh, man. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and I, you know, I battle. You know, like I think I've always kind of battled the dark arts overall. So it's like I've never really looked at a ton of the facts. You know, it's always been this
1: more ethereal sort of. Well, what you feel want, what you want to be true, rather than what is true. And by the way, that's a that that's. That's coming a long way in life, to realize the world, this is the difference between the different kinds of truths. I spent a chapter in the Truth and Beauty chapter, I just talk about, it. I'll just say, spend a minute on it now. So there's something called, I call personal truths. This is something no one's gonna take, in a free society, no one's gonna take it from you. If Jesus is your savior, and you know true to your bones, that's a personal truth. In a free society, and especially in the United States, where it's constitutionally protected, your freedom of religion, No one should take that from you, okay? You'd have a legal case if they try. All right, other personal truths. Oh, well, uh, Muhammad is my last savior on earth, my last prophet on earth, okay? That this would be a Muslim personal truth. Other truths are, Beyonce is your queen, right? Or whatever, Mm -hmm. the things you feel, okay. Personal truths are the foundation of our strongest held opinions. And in a pluralistic world, society, We should cherish that. This is why people are different from each other. All right, You don't want everybody to be the same. Oh, that's called a a, a dictatorship. Yeah. If everybody aligns with exactly the same opinion. Yeah, we don't want it. The problem with your opinion, if it's in a personal truth, if you try to have someone else agree with you, you have to have an act of persuasion, so what? Mm -hmm. But in the limit, that becomes all-out conflict and war. People fight over personal truths, kill each other because their personal truths don't agree with your personal truth. So personal truths, when they go outside of yourself, risk bloodshed Right, in the history of civilization as has demonstrated this. All right, then there's a political truth, which is just something that becomes true just because you heard it often enough. And that's a weakness we have, not a weakness, evolutionarily it made sense. If you see something repeat 100 times, that's reality. Oh, yeah. Okay, but you know what happens now? people have hijacked that urge to recognize that something that repeats must be true. They've hijacked it. Now they just find something that they want to be true and they repeat it to you. You hear it enough, must be true. Yeah. There it is.
0: Yeah, especially, well, nowadays also we have, you know, since we have technology and we have this advancement like, you know, with the internet, social media, it's so, it's easy to get things in front of people so many times.
1: Yes. It's easy to, I mean, our attention span has been, Hijacked. hijacked. It's it's been hijacked. hijacked completely. That's the word. There's no other word but yeah. hijacked. And in the old days, we called it brainwashing, where you mm-hmm. repeat something and then it becomes true. That's hijacking this feature of our evolutionary brain that it's trying to create order out of
0: chaos. Well, it's, it's like Stockholm syndrome. We all almost are slowly developing almost uh, some variants. It uh, seem like of of a Stockholm syndrome or something. Like we're like all like Elizabeth's Smart, you know, without the. Or Elizabeth Dumb. That's who we're becoming. You know what I'm saying? We're
1: all like, you know, we don't, we're just bearing with what we have to right. deal with all the time. Exactly, and so you you try to sift through what is true, and it must be that which was repeated often enough. So that's a wow. political truth. Then there's an objective truth. Okay, what does objective mean? And the methods and tools of science are exquisitely tuned to establish objective truth. So these are truths that have been demonstrated by observation and experiment and repeated experiment. What is the word objective Objective mean? means it's true whether or not you believe in it. Okay, so it's no doubt true. Yeah, because I can show that it's true, and it's not my bias that thinks it's true. Here's the data. Now okay. you say, you know, I don't believe you. I think you had a bias. I, I think your wall current affected this. So I'm going to do it on 240 volts while you did yours on 125 volts, okay. 120 volts. You do a different experiment of your own design. You get the same result. Holy so that's objective. Cow. It's a so fact. So when you do it enough times, uh-huh. and they're all experiments are great, this is, this is why science, uh, it wasn't really developed as we now practice it until around 1600, all right? I know that feels like a long time ago, but a lot of the world unfolded before then, all right? And so once we learn, if you say something is true, let me test it. Let me, let me find out, let me devise an experiment. And if I can verify your statement with this experiment and someone else can in a third person, we're yeah. good here. That's an objective truth. And what objective truths have going for them is that they're true whether or not you believe in them. Mm, I don't like them. Ah! Well, because the actual nature can't be fooled. Nature is the ultimate judge, jury, An executioner. Yeah. If you overeat this week and you gain three pounds, next week you can't protest with placards saying, I protest the law of gravity because it made me heavier. No, you you don't have that option. So it seems to me if you're going to base laws on things, uh, but there's a whole chapter in here on on law and order, right? If you're going to create laws in a pluralistic world, Mm -hmm. you base the laws on the objective truth. Right. Because that applies to everyone. Don't base a law on your personal truth, because mm-hmm. that's forcing it on me, and I have a different personal truth. Is climate change an objective truth? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So what happens is- You, you believe in climate change. It's not a belief. It's not, not a belief. Right. It's, it's, when it's objectively true, you don't have to believe it. It just is true. Yeah. It's, I it's, believe in it. When it's really hot, I
0: believe in it. Uh-huh. If it's like a hot day, I'm like, damn, uh, they're right. Uh, they're right about uh-oh. this shit. I tell you that, bro. I'm serious, dude. So I'm like, we gotta fight this. So, <laughs> you know what I'm so
1: here's the thing. So, so if it was only determined that way, uh-huh. then another person that was in a cold snap would say, it's no, in- I don't believe it. Right. And everybody's making up their own theories about it because it's their own life experience. But an experiment takes the information out of yourself. Okay, it's not your perspective, it's not your bias, it's not your worldview, and you get all the data available, and then you establish the objective truth. So, so in climate change, and I give an example here in the probability, uh, in the risk and reward chapter. Um, you probably heard the number ninety-seven scientists say it's happening at three yep. percent. It's saw that in here in, in the last twenty years. Um, there are basically no scientists left denying it, so it's basically 100%. Damn, there ain't
0: one holdout out there.
1: (laughs) But let's go back to when it was 3%, because that's a fun number, Okay, all right? Uh, Let's do an experiment. Some engineers, uh, there's a bridge that's there. You don't know where it came from, but it's a bridge, but it's brand new and it's about to open. And you say, I wanna drive my truck across the bridge. And 97 engineers come up to you and say, by the way, I don't know any of the other engineers, so we're not in cahoots or anything. Yeah. Um, If you drive your truck, that's gonna collapse and you're gonna die you will likely die plunging into the ravine. So 97 of them say that. Three say, Mm -hmm. oh, Theo, go take your F-150, drive across. You're some good old boys. (laughs) (laughs) Never mean it no harm. (laughs) Go on. You'll be fine. What are you going to do? Making my way (laughs) anyway. He's saying it.
0: He's feeling it. He's feeling it. I'm just saying, man, I take the General Lee off that (laughs) bastard. That's what I'm saying,
1: man. (laughs) <laughs> but no, I feel you. So 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 you would probably listen to the ninety-seven engineers, especially if you're not an engineer yourself. Yeah. I'm especially f- if you got to look the engineers in the eyes. Now No, eyes got nothing to do with this. this that's you trying to be human about this. Ah. Don't be human. That mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me feel what you're saying. No, they'll show you the research papers. There's no eyeballs in the research paper. There's no emoticons in the research paper.
0: So then what is that that makes me want to look them in the eyes and see? What is that? Oh, I'll tell you.
1: I'll tell you. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, we, and again, I think it's understandable evolutionarily. If you look someone in the eye and they tell you something that just happened, that is more true to you than a statistical table <laughs> with charts right? And bar charts. Then a pie graph. But, then a pie graph that says yeah. the same fucking thing. So that, and advertisers ah. know that. They hijack this, okay? Testimonials. But, but watch, they could just show a bar chart and say, this detergent is better than all the others and here's the data. They could show that, but no. They show some parent and a kid and they put it in the machine, they pull it out and look how clean, and the, the eyewitness testimony has huge value to our emotions because another human being is communicating it. Right. And so you, so so I'll, I'll give you another example. You could be, it's a little more obscure, but you, you, you read in like Consumer Reports or whatever that this one car is like- Or vacuum. A, a vacuum, sure. Yeah. It's the best one and it's working every time. You walk into the vacuum store, because mm-hmm. you saw the data, and someone's walking out. Saying, I will never buy one of these again. It struck Oh, you can't say a vacuum sucks. Sorry. Uh, vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, this vacuum was awful. Yeah. Oh, it reversed and it made my whole place. Um, yeah. I, I would never do this. And you 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 hear this? The person, you don't even know them, but they're another human and they're speaking with emotion. Huge effect on me. And, and there's there's yeah. fire in their g- g- gaze, okay? Yeah. You, you're gonna back out and walk out of that store.
0: I ain't getting that.
1: You ain't getting, ain't getting that, not gonna I'd happen. I'd rather broom, I'd rather use a fucking broom. Okay, so I think it's natural to trust another human right. in that context. But that's why we have to train ourselves to trust the data. Mm-hmm. And in science, when you become a scientist, I'm taking statistics and data analysis and probability essentially every year I'm in school. It's not just one class and you move on. There are different nuances of it, there are different ways you think about it, different ways you ask questions. You know what science is? It's a professional way of querying nature so that you can not fool yourself into thinking something is true that is not or that something is not true that is. Mm. Did I say that right? Whatever, the opposite. You might have. (laughs) I don't know, I was following it No, no, I'd say that you don't want to be fooled. Because nature can't be, ultimately, nature can't be, and and we have biases where, so you don't want, do whatever it takes. I'm gonna give you the scientific method. Do whatever it takes, and I'm gonna repeat that. Do whatever it takes to not fool yourself Mm -hmm. into thinking something is true that is not, or that something is not true that is. Mm. Does it mean getting a video of it? Does it mean getting a, uh, getting someone else to check on you? Did, are you? did you have your coffee this morning or not? Is that the measure? Were you more alert? Did you miss something? Right. Do whatever it takes, and when you do that, it ain't got nothing to do with the passion in their eyes. Oh,
0: I just okay. Now, so let's take this into a, something that is the, the, a realm that doesn't have as much. Probability, probably. Go for it. So let's take it into the realm of love, right? Love it. Or affection, mm-hmm. things like that. So, whenever you met, are you married? Yes, yeah. I am married
1: 34 years. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Thank man. You. Thank you.
0: Wow, that is a damn record almost. Well,
1: <laughs> you should win a Nobel Prize <laughs> for that. <laughs> I feel like. I, I, I met her in relativity class. She Did has you a really? degree in mathematical physics. Dang. Yeah, in graduate school. So that was fun. Yeah. You mm-hmm. met her in relativity. That's wild. Um, so, All right. So you're talking about love.
0: Okay, right, love. Is, so, w- do you? I mean, are you? Do you take these same concepts into like whenever you were falling in love and stuff like that, or was it more like a normal? Okay. Thing? So you so, saw her
1: in class. So, so the answer is yes, I do. Wow. I, I don't often talk about this. You want to hear? You want to hear? it?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just curious because I'm not, I don't have a wife or anything yet. This well, so, is mathematical.
1: Okay, then this could be helpful to you. Okay. Okay. It could be helpful. Okay. Right. I'll, at but this point, I'll take on anything. It's then. a little bit of mathematical. Okay. okay. How much math have you had in school? Mm, I took a couple of them. You took a, a couple? <laughs> I took at least, yeah. A couple of them.
0: <laughs> I was good. I did all right.
1: You did all right. Yeah. All right. You did all right.
0: Okay. And By I took way. one of them at high altitude. I took one class out in Arizona at pretty high
1: altitude. You know what they say? That if you learn something under certain psychomotor uh, uh, conditions- that you recover it better under those same conditions. Oh, wow. Like if you get high and you learn something, mm-hmm. you, if you get high again later, you'll you remember that better because you match the mental states. Oh, dang Yeah, I've, I've read that. I haven't read it lately, but a few decades ago, that was. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that was... <laughs> like, well, I think I wrote that, <laughs> okay, so. I'm glad it made its okay, way around. Okay, so here it is. Uh, all right, here it is. All right. Um, You gotta follow me with some math here. Okay, okay i ready. It's, it's not complicated. Okay. By the way, I, I don't know any dumb professional comedians. You all are smart people, you're perceptive, you know what's going on. You have to know deeper what's going on to come at it from the other side and show why it's hilarious, mm. okay? That takes insight. You guys are the keepers of the soul of the social and cultural mores of civilization. Yeah, I think
0: a lot of us try to be Jesus. I don't know what I'm doing, but I think a lot of us try to do our best. You yeah, know? You're, the,
1: you're holding up windows, not windows, mirrors to what we think, say, and do, and so it's a fundamental part, I think, of modern existence. Because without it, my gosh, how 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 unpleasant the world would be! It would without be these perspectives. So That's my. I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm just saying, and and, and you especially have a certain authentic honesty that is palpable. And it's like Thanks, whatever man. you say, I'm with you on. It. I feel you. I'm you. This is what yeah. you were saying. Do you feel what the person? If I can't feel what you're saying, go home. Right. Right. What are you doing? You just, just, just type it up and send. You know, text it to me. I, if I, if I'm not looking and you're in the eyes, you know. So. Okay. Yeah, well, it's helping me because it's like, you know, I think I
0: have a tough, I'm not like a naysayer of science. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm grateful for science because I exist and I'm grateful that the world exists and that we're able to have all types of different experiences of like caring about each other and getting to travel and see different things and that my eyes work. Like I'm super grateful for science. I think sometimes I get a, like I have a fear sometimes of like if anything's out of like, the vi- like out of like right here, everything else can seem a little bit questionable, you know. Uh, so I think it's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, it's just probably yeah, the a- questionable
1: part is because you you create your own worldview, yeah, and your and you everything makes sense to you in your worldview, and something's trying to poke it from the outside. You're understandably skeptical of it. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or, I'm, yeah, I'm probably skeptical a lot. Or rejecting it because no, I got my thing, my my situation it yeah. works
0: for me. Yeah, and I like to just I like to daydream and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. science sometimes they want to really, hey, bro, you know, we need you to pull these daydreams over here and uh, we got to tag them, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. We just we need, to, we need to we need to get the weight and the uh and the density of these daydreams so we can have them on file. So I respect it, uh-huh. um, and I'm really really grateful. Grateful that you're here, um, but yeah. T- so tell me about that when you went into I'll tell you love. About love. So here okay. it is,
1: and this is a little geeky. Yeah, it's a geeky thing. So, all right, um, you can have a line, and you can measure the length of the line. All right? Okay, inches, right. whatever. Okay, uh, that's the only thing you can measure about it. There's no area. There's no volume. It's just a length. All right. Now I can add another line at like right angles to it, and when I do that. I can actually trace out a square. Okay. So now a square has more than just a length, it has area. Okay, there's area inside the square. That's a good point. And that area is defined by both, both axes. You need both to get an area, mm-hmm. okay? All right, let's add a third axis. Oh, now. X, Y, now Z. Now you don't have a line, You don't have a square. What do you have? You have a cube. Now I'm on mushrooms. I think <laughs> so you, you I have a cube you. that's full. Th- each of these right. is a, so now is you're a dimension. Really... Okay. Right. So now watch. Now you, I can take that to higher dimensions, but I won't. I'm going to stick to three. Okay. So we can go to four and five dimensions. Let's stick to three. So now you ask yourself, what do you care about in a relationship? Okay. You want the person to look hot. Nothing wrong with that. Make a note of that. Okay. Um, you want the person to be good in bed. Okay. That, that's just fine. Be honest with yourself. That's another, by the way, you can be hot and not good in bed oh, yeah. okay, or vice versa. Okay. Yeah. So, so these are separate coordinates. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Now watch, let's get a third one. Uh, you want the person to be kind, let's say kind. Mm-hmm. You don't want an evil person. Evil person. No. Okay. No. No. Now, so each of these is completely separate from the other. Yeah. You can be beautiful and 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 evil. You can be ugly and kind. But you can be. But you care about those three. Right. So now rate this person from zero to ten in those three categories. Just go uh-huh. ahead and do that. So you say, um, person's really kind and they're great in bed. I'm only give them a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. In looks, they're great in bed and they're kind. All right. Here's what you do. You know how you get the volume of a cube? You multiply x by y by z. Okay. Mm-hmm. The area of a square is is x times y. The area of a cu- the volume of a cube is you multiply all three. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you to take those three numbers, multiply them together. You will get the volume of your love. Mm. The volume of what you care about. Okay. Dang. Bro. So now watch. Now here's my point. What okay. you need to do is, because presumably, if you're in the field, there are different people out there. Get each person's volume and go after the person that has the largest volume. Because they might be higher in one than the other, but if you really care about them, it's the total, the totality of that package that matters. Mm. Especially in a relationship, those features don't always stay the same. They could vary. Yeah. Sometimes some they people grow, get but better looking but, as they
0: get older. Yeah. or They might you might get more attracted to them or less attractive, or, or less to attractive. Them. So there's varies. They might there. learn different skills. But often skills. some of
1: them get less. You know. Yeah, it's a mix. It's a mix. So let's say they get a little less attractive, but the the other bits were strong. So you have a volume, a strength of a larger volume to work against. Okay. If things start uh shifting. Okay. In this. Okay. I'm telling you, you can take that to higher dimensions. So, it, it, what are they bad? What are, are they hot? Are, are they have a, maybe a good sense of humor? Something you might value, oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, are they curious? Do, do they want to keep learning? Mm, okay, that's important. Do you value? Of course. Why wouldn't it be? All right, because I want them to keep learning about me. Because, or no, that's just no. They're that's gonna selfish. Stay interested. Just if they're if they're curious. You're part of what they want to keep going. Okay, that's about. fair. Don't that's focus on no don't, 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 dude. Come nah, on. Now you're man. right. Okay. So I so <laughs> right. so I went around with a five dimensional uh so in math we call it five dimensional vector space. And this five is what dimensions. you took in your love life. Yeah, so, so that's what I did. Damn, okay. Boy. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is there could be someone who's the hottest person you've ever seen. Yep. And 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 you could be distracted by that and mm. say, I'm marrying that person. And then they're not so hot 10 years from now or they get a little chubby, whatever you're valuing or yeah, not valuing. Kind of and then all of a sudden, everything you married the person for isn't there anymore. And then you divorce seven years later. So you gotta look at that volume. Gotta look at the volume. And by the way, be, be crass if you wanna be crass. Do you wanna marry someone who's wealthy? Put that in there too. Put it in there. okay. Don't be ashamed of that, because right? Because any one of these can change. People say, "Oh, I want just that's shallow." You need a personality. People's personalities can change. Why are we sometimes ashamed to look at the criteria we honestly want to look at? I, I, I got my, I got through that. I matured out of that. Because because society wants you to not want that. Mm. And if someone is honest, I'd like your wealth. I'd enjoy it. And by the way, wealth can go away too. Yeah, in the same all the way you're looked. All the, all the things can. But if it matters too, then it's one of the coordinates in this volume. By the way, if any of those go to zero, because the volume is a product, you're multiplying these numbers. Right. If any of them goes to zero, the volume goes to zero. Oh really? Yes. Oh, because you do. You're it not by adding zero. them. You're multiplying them. Wow. So, so try to make sure that the the likelihood of it going to zero is, or if it does go to zero, if you don't matter, then it shouldn't have been in the... Right. In it has the, to
0: be things that nothing could go to zero. So then, but and if you do that, then you're probably going to be picking things that have. Some real value to you,
1: Val- correct? Or
0: overall value, correct? And, Objective, and, or value. just
1: be honest? I just want money, and if you if you run out of money, I'll divorce you, right? And and but the the person could be fun and happy the whole other time. Oh yeah, they're I, buying I, sandwiches for everybody. Y'all are having a good time <laughs> or whatever. I don't, you know, that's people are their own individuals. So why what, pass, happened, though, why pass judgment what happened though, Neil? What happened
0: when you got the lady you you
1: invite her out? Where'd you take her? Where do you? Oh well, we you know we were graduate students at the time, you know. Re- very poor, you know. So a big meal is like a $12, oh, you yeah. know, a, a dish. And uh, so, I'm, oh, oh, I have to say this if, if I'm airing all the things. So I took it for granted initially. Oh. And, and we broke up initially. And then I, and then like six months later, I said, what the hell did I just do? Oh my gosh. I went back to that volume and I said, all these other people are not filling that volume the way she did. And I was really sad. Did you go back to her and tell I, her? I, I was, I could, because I broke up. I can't, what are you going to, you can't do that. She knocked on my door. She came back to me. And what'd she say? And I don't remember, because I was distracted by the fact that, oh my gosh, I have a second chance here. Wow. And so on that second chance, that's when we moved in together and got married three years later. And the you mar- didn't mess it up the second time? No, no, no. Yeah. And and the strength of a marriage is, is how... How big is that volume? Because yes, they will vary and people will get crabby and people, you know, you there are things that will test it, of course. What's something that you and your wife like to do together? Is there anything like
0: that you feel like helps keep a marriage together over time? Is there any- You do
1: things together. Yeah. You just And do new things together mm. so that you have a new memory to add to the portfolio. If you always do the same old things, it can get, you know, you see the person every day of your life, right? And so, uh, so just make sure it grows. Have you take? Do you guys take like classes, or is there stuff
0: like? Uh, do you. Just take walks. Like what are some fun stuff? Yeah, we do,
1: we do take walks, in fact. Yeah. I just take walks with my ex girlfriend. I liked it. Yeah, walks are, are simple, they're low budget. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> honey, I'm about to take you on this walk. Uh, <laughs> um and every not...
0: step sounds like I'm saving money. Uh, every, <laughs> every single step. Yeah.
1: Let's go another block. Sure. It's an incidental fact <laughs> about yeah. it, not the not the instrumental <laughs> fact. Okay. <laughs> hey baby, I love you because every step is cheap. <laughs> no, that's not that's not gonna fly. Let's go why you're not married yet? <laughs> yeah, it could be probably. I got to no, start investing more. In my here's the thing: we all our fairy tales. You see the courtship, which is so romantic and beautiful, and and how do those fairy tales end? What's the final word? Um, the final phrase. The end. No, before that. Oh, um, happily ever after. They live happily ever after. Wait a minute. Why don't you show me some of that? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Huh? Give, give me some th- hints. How, how do you pull that one off? Yeah, like Rapunzel, they don't show you
0: that she's selling her hair in China. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't show you the, they don't show you the odds Let's and just ends of leave it. leave
1: that one out. So yeah. we, we're trained in the courtship. and yeah, they don't we show are... you that Snow White has an opioid addiction. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they don't show you some of the truth behind this stuff, man. <laughs> a dealing with actual life. Problems and challenges. Yeah. So, or that uh Goldilocks is in bestiality. <laughs> they don't show you some of the truths out there, Neil.
1: <laughs> Damn, you're right, bro. We That's just That's what I'm saying.
0: They just gave us a yeah, Goldilocks
1: <laughs> is sleeping with the with the bears. You know, it's whatever. I know. They don't tell you that she has a crush
0: on uh Gail Sayers. You know? <laughs> oh. They don't tell you she's out there been running around with Jim McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: don't tell you all of that. Right. So we we have no no literary life experience even thinking about what happens beyond they lived happily ever after mm. so you have to sort of discover that on your own is that been is it do you feel like is it hard for you to let is it
0: does is it just your was it just the brain you were given that made you more scientific um or was it like a do you feel like it was a nature or nurture like that you developed that? As um, because it was a skill that you needed to help process your own like life and childhood. That's a, that's
1: a an important and perceptive question, and th- I have to unpack that because you put a lot in that yeah, one. Yeah, we talk
0: about that kind of stuff a lot on this show. Excellent. Like- well,
1: I'll go there. Let me go there right now. Cool. So, I uh, everyone wants the secret to things. What's the secret to intelligence? Or the secret to this that implies it's only one thing and not something more complex. And so, I remember when I was a kid, this is a slight off-ramp, but I hope it's worth it. When I was a kid, it was in seventh grade, I did a book report on Ponce de Leon, and he's the guy, the Spanish explorer, who went into South America searching for the fountain of youth, okay? You drink from it, and you have eternal life. And I remember reading that, and then I say, that idiot, why would he even think that exists? (laughs) He's gonna commit an entire voyage to, to believe that there's just some Elixir coming out of the ground and he lives forever. Really? A full-grown human being <laughs> believed this? I was thinking to my I was already I was a geeky kid, okay? Yeah um, I'm, I'm 12 I think at this point. but I did the book report on him and then I noticed as I got older, this is something deep within us. Nobody actually wants to do the hard work to improve their health, to live longer, healthier lives. They want the instant fix, yeah. and realizing that Ponce de Leon was looking for the fountain of youth allowed me to see what people were doing. I'm old enough to remember yogurt. Eat yogurt, that you live forever. Dannon had a commercial with centenarians eating yogurt. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: I remember Mom would eat the yogurt. I'd be like, damn, Mom's gonna be around.
1: But that's what I'm saying. So you, th- we're we 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 want there to be quick fixes for yeah. things and quick answers. And quick solutions. What's the latest? Uh, kale, kale. Eat, eat your. Did you eat your kale today? No. If not, you would die. You going to die a miserable death. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You'll be dead by noon. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely and kale is
0: trash. Kale is so hard to eat. I, you know, kale feels like it does not want you eating it.
1: I like kale I if you had it. bacon too. it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn, hell hello. I ain't saying nothing, but it is what it is, baby. Yeah.
1: They knew that with collard greens. I mean, yeah. to put in a ham hock. Uh, I mean, you want yeah. to eat leaves? Put some, put some dead animal in that I mean, stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know, dude. dude, you could put
0: bacon under a damn corpse and I'll fucking have a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, bro. Actually,
1: actually, you know what um, cannibals called humans? Mm-mm. Long pig. Really? Yeah. Because of all the animals that you would eat, yeah. the humans and pigs come closest. Man, I, but, I could see it. But to taste like bacon, you have to cure it and do the things, whatever. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, I'd have some cured human a little. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, would you have any? I, uh, if I were starving, I mean, I have, you know, I have. Yeah. I, ha- <laughs> I see you, dog. No, no, no. Wait, I'm starving, hey, if I- bro. No, wait, wait. If I'm are in a mountain saying? and uh, help is not coming and yeah. people died in the plane wreck, and otherwise we will starve to death, I'm eating me some dead humans. Yeah. That is not That is a, I'm not thinking. Oh. What are you eating first? What part you think? Uh, uh, muscle tissue. I would say you know the bicep maybe, or or, or I would I would take my cue from from just what you get in the store. Yeah. Ribs are some good eating. I right? love ribs. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I wouldn't hesitate. I, so, it's not about morals. It's about survival. Yeah. So, so, but uh, by the way, if there's a pig over there, I'm, I'm eating a pig. I'm not eating a <laughs> yeah, dead human. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> weird if you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have Randy <laughs> <laughs> instead of Pumba. I'm eating Pumba. Okay. Pumba ain't surviving the day. Okay. <laughs> So that'd be crazy. There's one dude at the plane
0: crash and he just wants to keep eating the people. Like, but dude, we have and s- pigs and cows and turkeys
1: and <laughs> chickens. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> weird, it crashes bro. on a farm, right? <laughs> yeah, and still, yeah, it crashes at a 7 Eleven and he's still over there cutting up an old lady. We got some creeps out there, man. So now I'm Damn. completely distracted. What the That's hell was a- I talking about? What were we about?
1: talking
2: about, Zach? Um. I, I, I don't. We kind of went out. You were talking about, you know, I don't know. You started about bacon. No. It's been a long road. I <laughs> no, no, I
1: know no, it has. Uh, just no. We were talking about love. Love. No, we got off. We okay. Em, we we evolved. Evolved off okay. of love. Uh, oh, oh, I remember. How do I? How did I
0: become me? That's what okay, it was. okay. Oh yeah. So did this? So yeah. Did you? Do you think you developed a sense for
1: science out of nature or nurture? So watch. So I'm walking through life, watching people want to believe that simple things will fix everything. Those are the YouTube uh, uh, ads that get your attention. Mm -hmm. You've been doing too many sit-ups, just do this and you'll have ripped abs. Just eat this, drink this and it'll be, and you don't have to do any of that work. And I thought to myself, there must be something deep within us that just wants to be lazy about Mm. what our, our, accomplishments. our accomplishments, okay. Yep. But that's a kind of an off-ramp, just to say, I'm not, I don't care about nature or nurture. What I care about is that whatever you are, you know you can improve it. You know this. In practically everything we do, you get better at it from trying, from practicing. In practically everything we do, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to say nature nurture. People say, "Oh well, Michael Phelps, he's got really flex big feet that flap in the for swimming, and he can flap." He's got webbed fingers. I don't oh, know. He's what a long they say. pig. Okay, long, he's long pig. pig. <laughs> I don't know, but they'll say whatever they will about his body. But wait a minute, uh, he's in the water 30 hours a week. Yeah, did you factor that in? Is that where's that in your equation right. for him succeeding? Uh, how about that? Okay, so generally if you part the curtains. Someone is working really hard at what might look easy to them that they have accomplished. Right. So I and I
0: don't think that about you. I feel like you've obviously put in the um what is it the hours
1: that it takes uh-huh, to have uh-huh. your credibility. So they, so let me get back to to your point. But so when you were a kid, here I'm it wondering, is. it's very simple. It's very simple. All kids are curious about everything. They overturn rocks and you know poke things and generally create chaos at home. And most of what parents do is they spend the first years of the kid's life teaching them to walk and talk, and then the rest of their life tell them to shut up and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> because they, they, wherever they go, they make a mess. But that mess, the parents think they're making a mess. But no, they're not. These are the results of experiments they've been doing yeah. to discover the operations of nature. If you happen to leave an egg up on the counter and a little toddler, and because you're making breakfast, and a toddler is reaching up, you say, "No, don't touch that." And I'm saying, "No, let him grab it. Let him." What did the egg cost you? Last I checked, forty cents at most. Watch. You know the egg is going to end up breaking, but so what? What's well, so the kid starts playing with the egg? Yeah. And then they do something with it, and then it breaks. That's interesting. Something can be hard yet fragile, Mm. how many things in life are that? Most of life. Eggs are hard, no, most things are solid. This is hard and not fragile. But a lot of experiences in the world and stuff, I mean. Well, no, that's, you're thinking emotional, I'm talking about physical objects now at this point. The egg is hard but fragile, okay? And so that's, we'll learn about that. fascinating. And it's brittle, it doesn't bend, it breaks, Yeah. okay? So these are structural properties of organic substances, all right? And then what's inside? There's this transparent goopy stuff and there's a yellow thing. What is that? And then you tell them, that might've been a chicken. Oh my (laughs) gosh!
0: Blow their minds.
1: Blow their minds. And by the way, you see that colorless stuff? If I heat it, it turns white. You can watch it change color in front of your eyes. There's there's seven science experiments to do with the kid reaching for the egg that you didn't want them to touch, and you just squashed that Mm. because you don't want to use the 40 cents. Yeah, because you want to have a damn quiche for yourself. Okay, the president of Harvard once said, Mm -hmm. when people complained, why are you charging so much for education? He said, if you think the cost of education is high, you should try the cost of ignorance. (sighs) That's even higher. (laughs) Okay, so all I'm saying is, that curiosity is beaten out of us by the time we're in middle school. If you retain that curiosity, that rampant curiosity, you're a scientist. Mm. A scientist is a kid who grew up physically, but not emotionally, not mentally. If I see, so, hey, what is that? Let me poke that, let me see what's behind it. Mm. And it doesn't have to be a physical object, it could be like fictional objects. I watched the Thor movie, and I'm saying, gee, I wanna know, how, I wanna, how, how much does that hammer away? I'm still curious, Oh, interesting. okay? What is that hammer weigh? And I heard a sentence in the movie that enabled me to calculate how much is hammer weighed. Wow. They say, uh, hammer forged in the heart of a dying star? Oh my gosh, I'm an astrophysicist. We deal in dying stars. I got this. Hide some dense stuff going on in a dying star. Damn. I filled out the density mm-hmm. that, and I tweeted it mm-hmm. and I said, if Thor's hammer is made of the, in the way the movie says, it has the weight of a herd of 300 million elephants. Oh. That's why nobody could pick it up. The Hulk couldn't pick it up. You need the magical powers of of, of Thor to do it. So I now- s- I saw Lou Frigno at
0: the post office one time. Lou Frigno, oh, oh, the yeah. original TV Hulk.
1: Yeah, the original one, yeah. yeah. And yeah. his
0: wife was making him move boxes around. He was all pissed. And I'm like, you're the freaking Hulk, man.
1: <laughs> Move
0: a couple of boxes. That's only, you know, he's got
1: to be green to do that. Yeah, Dude. That's get, true. Get with the program. He
0: was, he was without his paint.
1: But watch what happened. Okay. Cause I'm in the geekiverse. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, car- I'm thinking, yeah. i you carrying, tweet that, I'm like I, nerd I, alert. I tweeted that out. That I'm was like a total, nerd alert. total nerd alert. And then I got out nerded. No. Oh, somebody said, uh, Dr. Tyson is wrong about this calculation, okay? Yeah. So yeah, I got totally smoked on this one. So what happened was, in 1991, Marvel issued a Thor's hammer trading card where they said, Thor's hammer is made of a fictional material, Uru, and it weighs precisely 42.3 pounds. Oh. So they kinda cheated. They Well, yeah. They so cheated they didn't Yeah, yeah, but but uh, I, I'm getting to your earlier point I wanted my answer to be true, right? I think it's a way better answer <laughs> than forty-two point three pounds, but it's wrong. It's in the canon, in the marble canon. It's just simply wrong, and you got to know when to hold them, when to uh, when to fold them, and when to what's the third one, and when to walk, uh, uh,
0: when to walk away,
1: when, when to, to run. I think, oh, run, <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's I think usually out around alimony or
1: something. Uh, yeah, hold them, fold them, run. So, so. That's an example of still being curious into adulthood, and all scientists are like that. So, so no, it's not nurture nature. It's did did you p- protect your curiosity in childhood? If not, you'll ossify. I love that word. You'll harden in your own beliefs. Mm. You won't even seek out things that might conflict with what you think is true, and because that, you're comfortable where you are. Right. You know what it is like.
0: <laughs> We want to be where we are. We, we want to be. And so here it is. Well, yeah, you get. You want to. Yeah, you get from a place of like I'm right, and it's funny because I don't really like being in that place. Even there's part of me that does like it because it feels like I'm winning, but there's another part of me that knows it's not helpful to me as a evolving human.
1: Which wins? Sometimes one wins. Sometimes the other.
0: I think sometimes some one wins. sometimes the other. But I'm grateful that that I. Have that I have awareness of both, and I do find my awareness. That's half the effort, by the way. If you know that this is going on, you're there, and I'm grateful that the one does does battle a lot of times and say, "You know, I know you want to sit right here with this, but there's you. It's only fair if you look at
1: more to the story. I think I it's quoted, only fair to myself too. There's a name, there's a guy named Walter Badge, I think is his name. I, I quote him in the book. And I think this is the right quote where he said, there's no greater pain of the human uh, existence than the prospect of having a new idea (laughs) because it would just conflict with what you – who you are and how you've defined yourself. Yeah. So – And why do we want
0: to be – why do we want to stay – why do we want to have that definition of ourselves? I think I know why. It's comfortable. Here it is. Here it is. You ready? You must have been the worst person in class. You must have been like- No, no, no. Every time the <laughs> yeah. teacher's like, does anybody have
1: an idea? You're like,
0: you must have brought no. a fake hand no. and just, <laughs> just put it on your desk straight up.
1: Every time, every yeah. time. So no, I'm- So here's what I think is going on. Mm-hmm. You know the Alice Cooper song? I don't know the title of it, but I know the lyric. Schools have yeah, for yeah. summer- Schools yeah. out no, forever. Yeah. Okay, this is a celebration of not learning. Ah, uh. and we know people, if not ourselves, on at the end of the school day, we can't wait for the the alarm to go off at the uh. end of the day, or the Friday comes, or more likely, the last day of school in the summer. You say schools out, and you toss your books in the air, and you run down the steps. And I'm thinking to myself, your only job was to learn about this beautiful world, about this majestic universe, and you're celebrating not learning. And so I'm not gonna blame the people. I'm gonna blame the school. Because if I have you for six hours a day, and you come out, and you'd rather not be there, I have failed. Not in a literal grade sense. As a teacher, I have failed the system. You know what should be happening in school? I shouldn't be loading you with textbooks, with, with with, bold-faced vocabulary words that you memorize once for the exam before you move on. No, 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 no. I should figure out a way to make you excited mm. about everything you learn. Yeah. So that at the end of the school day, you are sad to walk out of school. Damn. Oh, imagine the world that would be. And you know what schools should do? It's not let me load you with knowledge, it's let me prepare you to be a lifelong learner so that this curiosity that we have infused in you in kindergarten through 12 or kindergarten through 16, if you're in college there, whatever, when you come out, that is just the beginning of the flame that will course within you for the rest of your life because you will spend much more time not in school than you ever did in school. Mm. And once again, I'll use the word again, if you ossify in your knowledge by the, getting out of college, getting out of high school, if that's if that's where you are, you will never grow. The world will leave you behind and you'll just be the grumpiest person on mm. the porch saying, yeah. get off my lawn, what, what do these young'uns know? I know, because you are comfortable in your ignorance and you don't even know your ignorance because you came to it from from having learned, but only up to a point, mm. and without the curiosity, you don't keep learning. Curiosity—it's it's all about the curiosity and the ambition you have attached to it. It's don't tell me about n- n- nature nurture. I'm not even I'm not even thinking that way. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, I grew up in a place. You know, <clears throat> I grew up in a place um, in Louisiana. We had. You know, I've talked about this before, like the uh, primate testing facility where they uh, created the polio vaccine was in our town. So Tulane University didn't had, know that. had a primate testing facility in, uh-huh. um, in St. Tammany Parish, Louisiana. And I remember one time a bunch of the monkeys had gotten out. Right. And they came and got us out of YMCA summer camp. The police did the tallest kids to help them. And so we're out there by like- oh, a- the monkeys are on the
1: trees and you got to reach for them? Or how are you going to get them? The monkeys mean- are
0: just out. Yeah. And they wanted like a chain of people, I guess.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: so- um- By the
1: way, when the monkeys get out, there's no <laughs>
0: that's- <laughs> That's a scary fact, right? Oh, in hindsight, n- knowing now what I know about monkeys and chimpanzees, I think it was a bad idea. Oh, okay. But at the time, we didn't know. So, you know, it was a smaller town then. Mm-hmm. And so we're out there just wrangling chimps out by this Kenny Rogers Roasters. He used to have like a – Kenny Rogers had a uh, chicken establishment for okay. a while. And they had like kind of rotisserie chicken. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They had like this cornbread thing that was pretty good. But – um. But anyway, and also in our area, um, they had a thing called LIGO, L I G O. It
1: was the. It's still there. It's um. You know what I'm talking about? L- Laser Interferometer Gravitational Observatory. Yeah. It's it, it, there's only two of them in the. Well, in the United States, in United Louisiana, States. and I visited them. Louisiana and up in Oregon or Washington, Washington. Yeah, State. so that
0: was another thing in our area. So you know, there was. By a the lot way, just of- to be
1: clear. That is discovering colliding black holes in other galaxies across the universe. Damn. Bro. It's a new kind of telescope, and you got it there in your home state. I knew they were up to something. No, oh, yeah. And by the way, the monkeys are running. I mean, look, <laughs> the hey, escape I, monkeys achieved consciousness would, and intelligence. I wouldn't be shocked, That's some Planet of the Apes shit going on. I would not
0: be shocked, dude. I've seen some people there that work at some of the gas stations. <laughs> hey, and, uh, 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 they uh, definitely uh, they have a banana for lunch. I'll say uh, that, dude. Uh, uh, There's some interesting folks there. You know, um,
1: chimpanzees peel the banana from the bottom. Did do you they know that? Really? Yeah. yeah. You know what my friend does? He breaks the banana in half. Like if it's if it's unripe, It'll, yeah, that'll work. Yes. That's true. <laughs> Otherwise you got some mashed banana right there. But we used
0: to hear about um, because they were over there hunting gra- So all we heard was that they had gravity hunters out there.
1: That's that's a that's a good way. That's a poetic way to put it.
0: So that's what we heard and so there'd mm-hmm. be people like if you saw somebody that could dance real good, you'd say they were like one of those gravity babies or whatever. Oh. Or sometimes people would have parties and people would say, "Oh, you know, we're going to get so f-, and they would live near there by the in Livingston Parish, Louisiana where that LIGO center is and they'd say, "We're going to get so fucked up we can't even feel the gravity."
1: Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Be part up, up it. On the, wow,
0: zoom in on that. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so what's going on there if you, if, if you're listeners have access to the viewers. So those are two long tubes, and they send a beam of light from that central building simultaneously the full length of both tubes, and then there are mirrors at the end of those both tubes, and it reflects back, and they recombine the light. And if the light recombines perfectly, then nothing happened between those two Uh, reflections, but if a gravitational wave washes over Earth and goes through this facility, one of those beams will be slightly delayed compared to the other. They're doing that out there? And they can measure it. I know people that can't read out there. Oh, they they, they delay. (laughs) And and so they're looking for a variation in a fraction of the diameter of a proton. And that is a completely evacuated tube that goes up and back.
0: Uh, so tell me this. So say they find a, say say there's some variation. What does that tell them? That there's some pull on it, the well, Earth? Of course,
1: it tells you that the thing actually happened. Einstein predicted the existence of gravitational waves. This discovered them. Eight, 60, 70 years later. Wow. Okay? No, no, more than that. Uh, this was two 2000- thousand. When was that? Uh, this this century, Einstein made the prediction in, in 1916. So you're talking basically 100 years. Wow. A century, there's a prediction and then a discovery. And this is this is ground truth that our ideas actually match objective reality. Okay. And you wanna say, well, how does that put food on your plate? It doesn't, but it advanced technology in a way that will surely have applications later on. Einstein wrote down the first equation in a paper called On the Stimulated Emission of Radiation, obscure quantum physics paper in the 1920s, okay. uh, late teens. And why are you doing that? You're a smart guy. Why don't you help put food on people's plates? Why don't, Do you know what that's the foundation of? The laser, mm. which would not be built until the 1950s. Damn. And, and lasers back then were like, cost tens of thousands of dollars in their room size. Now they're impulse items that at Walmart, yeah, for, uh, for laser pointers, right? Oh, yeah. But the- lasers are now, you know, barcode now. Photos can do it, but in their day, barcode reading, laser surgery, LASIK surgery for your eyes, um, laser cosmetics removal. So. Who, oh, lasers. You put a laser on anything, on anything. buy it. And do you think Einstein's saying, yes, we're going to have LASIK surgery with this equation that I wrote. No, no he, he didn't think that. Not, nobody's thinking that. So the people say, why are we doing this with smart people when the smart people could be solving the homeless problem? Because we whatever. don't know what the future
0: is going to be. You don't be. know what the future is somebody, somebody
1: might be. invent a laser that
0: makes homeless people happy. <laughs> okay. You <know? laughs> so you don't know. What about this though? So, th- say that thing picks up some sort of gravitational wave. What does it mean? It means that there's a black hole that's kind of sucking
1: on Earth a little. No, bit? it meant two black holes collided, and the collision is quite catastrophic, and it sends a ripple. It's it's like tossing a, a, a pebble in a pond. Okay, and you see the ripple go out in all directions. Mm-hmm. Except the pond surface is only two. It's flat. In space, this is a ripple. That goes through full three dimensions of space, mm. and it's moving at the speed of light, and it washes over Earth at the speed of light. And by the way, remember I said make sure you don't think something that's true that's not, or there's that or isn't true that it. Okay, so suppose you're just a mischievous graduate student, and you're in that facility. Say, I want I'm going to tweak this, and all everyone else is going to think they actually discovered something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Suppose you do suppose you you're diabolical. Or you're just a prankster. Oh, I would do that either. Uh, you're just a prankster, all right. We have built-in protections against that. Oh, damn. We have another one. they got a ring camera or whatever. We have an entire other LIGO in Washington. Oh, making sure. Huh? Yes. Okay. So you would have to coordinate have with to another prankster yeah. to do it at the exact moment. Okay. Whatever. Now. Okay? They both made the measurement, but separated by a fraction of a second. Just what you'd expect, if the wave came from one direction, continues to wash over Earth and goes across and comes out Seattle on the other side of the Earth. OK? That 1500, miles, whatever that distance is, takes light time to do that they mm. were able to measure that precisely it was good so
0: tell me about this so <clears throat> let's talk about outer space
1: for a second yeah so outer i'm the guy sp- i'm your i'm your guy for yeah that. no i'm glad <laughs> i don't know good. how many who's in, been in the seat but <laughs> uh, uh, there aren't that many astrophysicists out there so we have
0: you know we did have a guy who was a science man recently and he was he uh was well, he he was in charge of the cryonic freezing you know those insti- the, the, the there's a cryonics institute where they freeze people
1: on the possibility
0: that they bring them back to life. On the possibility that one mm-hmm. day they'll be able to bring them back to life. Do you think that that's possible or no? I'm not
1: convinced. Uh, so, I think what'll happen is we'll figure out what ages us, and we'll nip, tuck, fix that. And then who cares about the frozen people at that point? We can all just keep living. Oh, I mean, I don't. Right, right. Is uh, it, are we going to need them? That's, right, the thing. that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I you know. Uh, people yep. that want to live forever, in the life and death chapter here, I comment on that. Mm. Do you really want to live oh, forever? Yeah. It's a whole thing. Because if you live forever, what motivation do you have to do anything today? Nothing. Nothing.
0: But that's what I kind of like about reincarnation. It's like when people are doing reincarnation, they're like, I'll get to it. You know, when you believe in reincarnation.
1: Yeah, but you you don't know what you'll be reincarnated as. And so you could be reincarnated as a roach or... a Ant an or something, yeah. You, you, uh, It'd be hard to fix a shelf as an ant. It's yeah. <laughs> so that's a risky, risky business there. <laughs> but uh, let me lay a little bit of mathematical thinking on you. Okay. Um, for me, there's nothing more motivating than the knowledge I'm going to die. Mm. Think of the prisoner in the cell, and they're putting an X through every one because every X is one day closer to getting out. Well, let's do that for your life. Every X you spend doing nothing, that's a day you could have done something and you're gonna die one day. Yeah. And it's there on the calendar, okay? This would so motivate me, as it does, to be as productive as I can, as helpful as I can. Try to make a better world for your privilege of having lived in it. So if knowing you're gonna die brings meaning to your life, then living forever do the is opposite. a life of no meaning at all damn that's how I think about it so no I don't I don't want to live forever
0: yeah I think if I got to if I could live forever I'd probably go swim more honestly or do something like you know that I don't really love doing but I
1: kind of wish I did more <laughs> um, that's a weird <laughs> that's a weird wish if I live forever I would swim more even though I don't like it who what do you t- I'll give you another chance answer that again. If, if, I I could, if i could that was the lamest well, no, I, no, I no if i could live forever i would do stuff i didn't really feel like doing well yeah because it would be like <laughs> you'd have so much time you know i don't know if i could
0: live forever i uh i don't know what i would do that's a great question what would I'm, you do if you could live forever
1: no i so would say that is the sentence you have to do it i i i don't know i I don't know, because so much of how I organize my life is knowing I'm going to die. Right. And I have to think about it and get back to you on that. Okay, I'll get back to you on it, too, then. <laughs> Fair? And I hope it's not. I'll swim, even though I don't like it. No. That's the lamest. Uh, no. no. Okay, you, I'll try and do better, but I just, <laughs> that's how, That's what I think I would do. I know you are cleverer than that. You're um, going to give me an answer that's <laughs> better than <laughs> that. Think of okay.
0: <laughs> do we, what culture or ethnicity on Earth, say there, say aliens show up, right? Is there a society or culture or ethnicity that's best evolved, you think,
1: to handle it? Scientists. Really? <laughs> <laughs> scientists. If an alien but came scientists- here- Go ahead, Theo. If si- if an alien landed right in front of us mm. and said to you, Theo, take me to your leader, are you going to take him to the White House? No. No, of course not. Are you going to take him to Congress? No. No. That's a great question. That's my you point. would you take him to? You would take him to, well, I'm not going to speak for you, but- I happen to be a scientist, but if I were not a scientist, I would take him to a scientist. You would? Yes, a biologist, or a, a, a physicist, Somebody who's, th- by the way. Say science is closed that day. Ah, ah, ah. Come back out to lunch. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> Open do? at nine in the morning. Come so you know, even science ah, has a sandwich, bro. Ah, ah, Who, where would you ah, take him? You speak of science like it's the one dude behind the counter. <laughs> behind the lunch counter. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Where would you take him then? No, wait, let me, let me finish what happens if you're trying to talk to him. Okay. My point is. Mathematics. I give them a treat first. I think you'd have to. A right? treat. They're not a pet. They, <laughs> they just flew here in a, in a ship way more advanced than anything we've ever conceived. You going say here, here's a chew toy. <laughs> That's <laughs> not going do. I'm just saying you gotta give them a little. <laughs> You'll be the first human zapped by oh. an alien laser. Oh, at no, that uh, point. Uh, <laughs> you hit. You hit him with that <laughs> snicker. Dog, you good. You, they're, they're your friend forever. <laughs> you good forever, bro. <laughs> He'd be
0: pulling on your This pant is
1: E.T. E. Steven Spielberg where they're eating, oh. what do they eat? The, the Reese's pieces? No. I mean, oh, yeah, dude. Reese's. <laughs>
0: bro, he'd bring his friends next week.
1: Now, you give a Reese's to an alien, it's going to get diabetes. <laughs> How do you know it can handle it? it's just This is some pretty. <laughs> That's
0: a good point, bro. Now he's stuck. Oh, he's what if he stuck. becomes all lazy and stuff? Oh, we start getting them acclimated. It's it
1: fat and lazy on Earth. That has
0: to be a movie, right? Was there a movie like that?
1: I don't know. But. Okay, but, so he's here. What do you do? What I'm saying is that I have a periodic table of elements mm-hmm. that are elements across the universe. I know mathematics that apl- and laws of physics that apply across the universe. They got here from across the universe. So th- those those laws would be totally the same on their planet. Totally the same. So if you're going to start with a language like, "Oh, this is a cup and this is a fork and this is this," like this is our elements. And this is we call this uh. aluminum. We call this, and they will know, and they start to develop a common vocabulary so that you can communicate with them because they're not going to speak English, nor French, nor Mandarin, none of the above. Mm. That being said, if they send radio signals here, the largest radio telescope is going to pick it up first. And you know where that is? Mm, hold on, let me think. Arizona. Uh, it was once in on American soil in Puerto Rico the the artecibo telescope but that collapsed out of disuse and okay the largest radio telescope in the world is in china wow so the first humans that will hear hear the a signal sent by aliens will be chinese astrophysicists but we're talking about if they visit so if they visit i'm saying bring them to a scientist the okay. scientist will know how to think about and pose questions to them for this for this reason and i got a little dust up when i saw the movie arrival and aliens visit and they park these pods floating over there. And so the government gets two people. They get a a a linguist and a physicist mm. to decode their, and I'm thinking, no, no. You get a cryptographer and an astrobiologist. Mm. That's what you want to do. I don't know if you saw the movie, the alien is like a septopod, it looks like an octopus, but it was only seven things, and it's squid inking uh, messages on a on a glass. It's underwater or wherever medium it's in. And so, oh, there it goes. Okay, oh, we, your boy brought it up on the on the on the okay, screen. We got it right here. Okay,
0: arrival. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, arrival. Sabotage and, diplomacy
1: scene. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to find out what are they trying to say to us and why. And so I would have brought a cryptographer and a and an astrobiologist. But they brought a a was it a, a linguist. Uh, a cultural linguist and a, no, not an English linguist. Um, was it was a little, uh, could you look that up real quick? The, the profession of the woman, the. Was she hot too? I don't remember. Because you got to bring a hottie out if an uh, alien shows up.
0: Oh. <laughs> I think you got to show up with some real dime. She was a what? Yeah, she
2: was a linguist. Linguist, yeah,
1: okay. So so they have a linguist and a physicist. Physicist is good, but not as good as a cryptographer who's trying to figure out right. what the hell they're saying. So I posted that, and I shouldn't have. Uh, I, I, that should have been my <laughs> yeah. forbidden Twitter file. Because, no, because... My people are in movies all the time. Right. We, we have astrophysicists. All. The, how often is a linguist in a movie? Yeah. All right. This and was I, their one I, chance. It was there one chance. Uh, and I felt bad. You burned them. I burned them. Up. I threw some shade on their On there. But stuff. now, what
0: about this? So tell me this: what? If the Chinese, so the Chinese would be the first people to know that, right? No, no, to hear a signal. Okay. That comes Do over. Do you think that they would tell the rest of us or not?
1: Uh, probably not initially, but uh, damn, but eventually. Bro. No, no. The thing is, why? Why should they? They they built their own damn telescope. That but telescope dude, is a he, m- mile in circumference. By the way, I want to get a sense of how big it is? It's called the FAST telescope, five hundred meter aperture spherical telescope. Oh, That's damn! The acronym FAST.
0: But if they know and they don't tell us, man,
1: then they get to they can. <laughs>
0: They can have a whole pact
1: and they say, we are the chosen ones and everyone else on earth isn't. Uh, Send your ray, ray beams to, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, but uh, there it is. Uh, we have another wow, image. Oh, we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, we are. are looking, looking at the image at on the screen. Too. I was there, visited there. We filmed there for Cosmos.
0: What? Oh my gosh, bro! You got to hold on to that footage, bro. Oh because my
1: gosh, we
0: got to make this. Why are we? Why don't we have anything like
1: that? Because we are not. We like to think of ourselves that we're Americans and we are We are we over history. We've been reactive to challenges from other countries, not proactive. And what are we now as far as when it comes
0: to challenges from outer space? We have,
1: we have nothing that rivals that. Wow. At all. So when it comes to space, we're not really the number no, one No, No, right well, no, no, in, in space, in access to space, plus you have the billionaire's boys race that's up there. You know. Yeah. And by the way, there's a whole chapter in here called Earth and Moon, where I just talk about the relationship between Earth and the Moon and going to the Moon, how we went to the Moon to explore the Moon and we looked over our shoulder, and we discovered Earth for the first time, mm. and it changed us. Between 1968 and 1972, do you know what happened? Mm. We, well, we saw the picture of Earth rise over the moon, and I claimed that there was a firmware upgrade to our awareness in this universe. Because what happened immediately? By 1970, we founded the Environmental Protection Agency, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration that monitors climate and weather. We had the Comprehensive Clean Air Act, Clean Water Act. We banned leaded gas. We banned DDT. The first Earth Day, was 1970. Earth Day was pretty chill. Okay, It's chill. Yeah. But if you ask any of them, well, why do you have Earth Day now? Well, because it's the right thing to do. This is the firmware upgrade. Uh, They're not thinking space. Right. They're just thinking, obviously, we should. No, you know what else was going on in 1970? We were at war, hot war, cold war, campus unrest, civil rights movement. Yeah. In 1968, two leaders were assassinated. 1971, was it, was the shootings on Kent State campus. We had issues here on Earth. Don't tell me, oh, it felt like the right time to protect Earth. We had other issues. Something else was operating in your brain stem that you weren't even aware of. That's the that's the firmware upgrade. Do you remember? You would have seen videos of it. The crying Indian. Yeah. Okay. People throw trash out the window and he turns around and he tears and he's in headdress. Of course, that dude was was Italian. <laughs> he was an Italian was actor. Yeah, he was Italian. Italian heritage. Oh. So so you, back then. Damn. You can do that, right, Right. you could yeah. do that back then. But my point is, when did that public service announcement come? 1970. People so, were th- so, throwing trash out their window for decades. So something at that point,
0: upgrade, made us think we gotta start looking at this place that we're on.
1: You know what that's called? A cosmic perspective. <laughs> now what about this? Do you think we are due for other firmware upgrades? I would like to think so. A firmware upgrade where we stop killing each other. Yeah. You think, you, you know, There's no greater argument someone gives for killing someone else than what they believe in rather than what is actually true. It's almost like the less evidence you have for something, the more you're willing to give your own life or to take someone else's life for it. Mm. And that's some weird stuff for a species, weird behavior pattern for. Now, the world is a much safer place than ever before. Here's a number to sleep on, you ready? Yeah, probably. We live in a time where if a bus drives into a crowd of protesters, kills 10 people, that's world headlines for a day, it's national headlines for a week, it's local headlines for a month, okay? Kills 10 people. Between 1939 and 1945, 1,000 humans were killed per hour of every hour between 1939 and 1945. That doesn't happen today. When Yes, we have war, we have conflict, people are dying. It's not like that. Not like that. It is not like that. And not long before that, there was another world war, plus a pandemic on top of it that ultimately killed more people than the world war did. Wow. So, so less people are dying. Yes. We have more people and fewer people are dying and fewer people are living in poverty than ever before, okay? And so, yeah, so we have about eight billion people in the world, they, uh, we'll level off at 10 billion, there are re- very good reasons to think that, that it won't go above 10 billion. It's not It's not gonna keep growing Yeah, because people aren't having as many children. They're not having as many children. We're living longer, so that mitigates that, but then not having as many children and the developed worlds, developing worlds, that used to have the most babies, the women are getting educated, and educated women have fewer Shutting children. Down that Shutting down. Da- Shutting <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's true, man. They were just running a. Is that drop, how you say bro- that?
1: I didn't know that was a way to say that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's a new way. I never thought of saying it that way. <laughs> hey, look, so man. Shutting, this black hole's closed. No, shutting okay? down the that's all I'm saying, no more kids. Well, in the day you'd have many. you have, many, take that thing, you'd have many kids because kids would kids would die. Right. You didn't you'd want to run the farm or whatever you're doing. Right. So now they don't die. We keep them alive. And so you the, so the birth rates are dropping, uh, even in the developing countries, And in some countries, the birth rate is below replacement level. So this all averages out, and we'll will settle out at, at about 10 billion. But what my, my point is, we live in sort of safer times than ever before, even if it doesn't feel that way. Interesting. So you, you were talking about feeling before. Uh, was it Gallup or, or or one of the polling agencies? For the last 30 years, they asked people, is your community and your, is it are you safer this year than you were last year? No. It's more dangerous. It's fear. For 27 out of 30 years, people have said it's more dangerous than the previous year. And in, in those years, the crime rate has dropped precipitously the entire time. So there's slang and fear. That's what sells evening news. Really does. Evening news. And I have, a, I have an example on this. When I grew up, every night, I grew up in New York City, every night, they, the evening news would lead off with a fire in and some you. home.
0: Usually, it's a space heater, those little space heaters. No, things. back
1: then, people smoked in bed. Okay? Oh, that, okay? damn, smoked, and, and it was before. That's crazy. And it was before. It's fun to do, but smoke it's. Smoke alarms. Yeah. Okay? Ooh. And by the way, I got something funny for you. I'll just tell you just in a quick minute. But the point is, I was certain I would die in a fire. Damn. I would never live to adulthood because I saw that every single day. And so now there are fewer fires because we have smoke. Yeah, there's a few, and they make big news, but the rate compared back then, uh, New York has fewer firehouses. We've been closing yeah. firehouses. More you boring. just don't need them. But it's okay? more boring, though. And by the way, what really saved things are smoke detectors because I'm old enough to remember, you might be a little too young for this, where before smoke detectors, you had to buy flame-retardant things in your home. Yeah. Your curtains were flame-retardant. Your you your, your, your Child had flame-retardant onesies. Yeah, really? Okay? and But if you think that through, if they're in the crib and the flame is strong enough- It's not going to help. To burn their onesies, you don't want the onesies to ignite, your kid is dead. Oh, yeah. Long dead. It's almost
0: like when you get the hash brown, but it's in that little thing, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know if it's exactly like that, but I know I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> yeah, you're about. You're like, do I need wisdom to <laughs> the t- 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 potato? <laughs> yeah, if the whole thing is yeah, brown, yeah. is hash brown? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't
0: know if I need this little holster for. Like, I just you know. Okay.
1: So, so, uh, so my my point is, this flame, and we later learned some of them cause cancer. That's not what kept people alive. Ultimately, mm-hmm. it's the smoke it's the smoke detector. Wow. Um, but uh, where was I going with that? I was had some bigger point I was making. Well,
0: the, I think things like that take the fun out of everything. You know, They used to have these- um, you Oh, we
1: were oh, oh, talking about crime rates. Oh, so yeah. everyone thought the crime rate was going up and it's been going down the whole time. Your perception is not reality. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's a lot of what this book is about. The whole, the whole book is that.
0: Um, oh, I remember we had these underwears that had a buzzer in them, right? Because I wet the bed, right? So I was probably- Probably late twenties, and we had these underwear when I was a child that it got a buzzer right in the. Kind Didn't of, know
1: that. Yeah. So and the pee would, would would any
0: liquid hit it, they'd go off.
1: And you'd wake up, and, and wake you go to the bathroom. Up. Yeah. Didn't know they had that.
0: So, I mean, it was interesting. It helped. I mean, it was embarrassing because you had to like lie to people what the buzzer was. Right. You know? Right. Like, are the cops coming? And then just. <laughs> <there's> some- <laughs> You'd have to Uh, run off and pee. Uh huh. Uh huh. But like, did did it work? Is something in the oven? It'd be like 4 a.m. You tell your friends, like, I think something's in the
1: oven. Yeah, sleepovers are awkward, (laughs) right? So does it? Did it work for you? It worked pretty good, I
0: think. And then a pill came out, and that really. Yeah, I
1: think the pill was it. Yeah, I mean, that shut me off. Better living through chemistry. We are sacks of chemicals. Yeah. And the evidence of that is: you ever seen the book of medicines to treat your ailments? It's all chemicals. Yeah, I'm just saying we're sacks of chemicals. Yeah, that's what helped. Um, wait, so you went to bed until your 20s? Oh yeah, that's man. late, dude. Oh, I was
0: late. i am been a late. We gotta,
1: gotta set up a hose or something. Oh, dude, my whole man. life I've been a late bloomer. Wait, wait. So in your not to get all TMI here, but uh, when you were peeing in the bed, were you dreaming that you were peeing in a bathroom? Sometimes I would be dreaming
0: that I was peeing. Sometimes I would even be dreaming that I was peeing in a bed. You know, it was like my brain couldn't give well, me. Well, that's an authentic reality. Yeah. My brain couldn't give me any more clues. Okay, but sometimes, yeah, I would just be just deep asleep. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I would, yeah, I just, I just wet the bed, man. I wet it as a child and mm-hmm. I wet it as an adult. Okay, um, you turned out okay though. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm just a late bloomer, man. I, everything has been about ten years. Okay, y'all fine. You know, We're okay with that. Um. Why does it feel sometimes when I look at outer when I look at space, right? I'm standing there, I'm looking out at space.
1: Oh, by the way, if you're in space and your jetpack stop working, if you pee forward, you'll you'll move backwards. That much propulsion will help? Well, in space, any propulsion works. Oh. Because there's no friction anywhere. So if you send any liquid out for you could Fart the other direction and you'll propel oh, backwards. Damn. So don't pee and fart at the same time. That's you like lose. It's like a gang bang. Oh, no, no, no. You lose your your net <laughs> oh, momentum. Man, you yeah, you just, just stay there. Like, so oh, choose: there you are you gonna fart or are you gonna pee? Okay, and we're good. <laughs> like right. damn, I wasted all
0: my fuel uh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> sitting
1: there. Um, what
0: if? Um,
1: no, that's advice. I'm pretty sure you didn't think you'd be getting today. I didn't at all. Right, but I'm glad to know that. Dude. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Take a
0: can of beans if you're headed out into the beach.
1: <laughs> um. By the it, way, you know the swamis that they always show pictures of who are levitated above yeah. with their cross legs? Um, so you can't do that unless he is actively expelling gas out of his butthole. Okay. So you'd have to, like, eat a lot of beans uh-huh. and sew up the butthole to get very high pressure. Damn. And then pop it open, and then he can levitate. Wow. Through it. Yeah. So there, yeah. So that's that's definitely advertising
0: then. They're using that, they're obviously- Well, no, I'll say they're completely
1: defying known laws of physics. So nobody can really levitate like that. No one has ever done that in a controlled laboratory. Okay. So if they can do it, there's some magic that they do, and okay, it's just not useful if I can't reproduce it in the lab uh, under controlled conditions with cameras and everything. It's just not useful. Yeah. And it's So magic isn't real. i No, well, you know, the Arthur C. Clarke edict, any sufficiently advanced science Uh is indistinguishable from magic. Mm. That's a good Uh. one. Okay. So if an alien comes up and and waves their hand and something happens, you'll say it's magic, but to them it's science. It's just super science. Correct, In, in fact, I... I, I tell you, I don't mean to brag or anything. Mm-hmm. You do magic? No, I did when I was a kid. Actually. I can see that. I did physics magic. I'd pull the the the, the tablecloth oh, out yeah. from under. I still do
0: that. sometimes. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, and I it's did fun. some card it's tricks. Risky.
1: Yeah, and I have large hands, so I can palm a card pretty easily. Oh, dang! Um, so, so I did that as a kid. I made money at kids' birthday parties. I think I was twelve or something. Wow, doing it for six-year-olds. What was your first job? Oh, I was a camp counselor, and I worked whole summer, and I made one hundred and fifty dollars for YMCA. Uh, uh, it was a version of that. Yes, it was. It was some other thing, but it was through through a church thing. Yeah, yeah. I went to YMCA camp. It
0: was fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, I, and then I went to well before then. I went to camp. Yeah. I, I was in a YMCA camp several years in a row. Camp was fun, huh? Yeah, no, it's good. It was good. It was good. Did- um, so, but but let me tell you the the job I hated the most. Huh? Just just the whole optics of it. I got to college, and I I'm on a, a work study program but the the work part was like whatever job you can get that and you, that was contributed to your tuition. Yeah, same. Okay. I had to be in the bookstore. Well, no, that fine if it was a bookstore but not the job I got. Okay? I cleaned the bathrooms in the dorms of other students. Ooh.
0: Probably just all semen in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, you know. Damn so really? I'm just saying
1: just the just the out of my cleaning bathrooms uh, you know but I'm doing it for fellow students oh. who I'm I'm going to see in my physics oh. class or in my art class right yeah. and it was it was just I did it but I just thought they need a different way to work this out yeah <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and so um yeah, but it, it oh. puts you through college, and you get through college, and that was that. You earned your stripes, man. I'll say you went through, I mean, you. But 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 you know what I regret? I've never had a job uh-huh. where I had to tolerate the behavior of someone else, Ooh. like a checkout counter right. or, or, or a, a server at a restaurant or a flight attendant. I've never had to tolerate someone being a complete asshole and Smile while you're doing it, because corporate policy says the customer is always right. I've never had to do that. Oh, that's everybody at a CVS now. I feel like they have to put up with everything now. <laughs> yeah, there. so I but so that's interesting. I try to be empathetic, even though I've it's never done that. You that. recognize that?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's it usually is kind of an important job to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is outer space like is outer space gay or straight?
1: Uh, so there's an entire chapter here called. Gender and identity. Okay, uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. Okay, gender—it's an entire chapter. What that looks like through a scientific lens, and what I will tell you is—oh, yeah, I remember you talking about it, the facial structures. Yeah, and well, there's I mean, a lot stuff. of things. Okay, so I'm going to give you an answer. Are you ready? Yeah. Is outer space gay or straight? Every practically everything we see and measure in space not only objects, but temperature, size, density, is on a spectrum. So for you to say, is the universe gay or straight? I'm gonna tell you, whatever the universe is, it's on a spectrum. Okay. In fact, the very word spectrum comes from what happens when you take light and break it up into its colors. Mm. We just happen to assign names to the seven colors red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, but it's an it's a continuum. We're just being lazy by assigning seven colors. Our brain doesn't want to see nuance because it's easier for us to think in binary. So it's, are you with me or are you against me? Well, maybe you're somewhere in between. Are you a boy or are you a girl? Maybe they're expressing themselves somewhere in between. And your brain has a difficult time Recognizing a spectrum, and so you're requiring it be into a bin. So there you are, forcing other people to match how you see the world, mm. and that's wrong. That's no, I'm not let me not say it's wrong. I'm gonna say, um, the world is not gonna change to fit your inability to recognize how it's actually manifesting, it's not gonna do that. So, so it's by no, it's on a continuum. So Whatever it is. You can say, is, is is the universe sweet or salty? Is the universe, I, whatever it is, you're asking me, is it this or is it that? Uh, that's the binary brain trying to force a continuum into two categories. So it's like Chex Mix. Except with more objects, more kinds of objects than what you find in check. Mix. Mix has like five things in it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, imagine if Chex Mix had everything. Damn. in a continuum and it kept changing now, now look at how our brain works we have hurricane strengths right oh yeah they measure this wind speed do you realize it's a continuum but we we divided it into five categories right but it's a continuum do you realize you, you can go from low category three to high category three and it's and the, the, they'll just talk about our uh, hurricane irma is still a category three one mile an hour faster and it's category four, it's breaking news. Oh, yeah. Hurricane Irma is now category four. Yeah. Excuse me, it's one mile an hour faster than it was yesterday.
0: Yeah, people lied, they said the winds broke in.
1: Okay, so I'm just- I saw the winds making a bowl of cereal some guy said. Like what? That's funny, that's funny. So my point is, even with hurricane speed strengths, we force them into categories when it's actually a continuum. I see. So it's a continuum out there, So
0: so, because it looks kind of gay, I feel like, but then sometimes it does things that seem really straight. But those are also my definitions of those Correct. things. Correct. You're forcing the universe into your two categories. Right. I think what's tough, I think, for people just in layman's terms is when you have a template of society over time and th- and things start to come in and make it evolve or adjust,
1: it's hard sometimes to get those things all the way to the grassroots level. I would claim that the template was always people forcing A natural variation into categories. Ah. do you know Joan of Arc? You remember she was. Remember you read she was burned at the stake. Yeah, yeah, fourteen hundred. Was she doing witchery? Okay, well, okay, that would be one way you would burn people at the stake. But uh, uh, they couldn't burn her at the stake for not being religious. She was very religious. She was trying to kick the British out of France, her mother country. She led soldiers into battle. Wow. Do you know? Half I don't know if it was half precisely, but a big reason why they indicted her and burned her at the stake was for cross-dressing. Damn! And I th- look, if there's a there's a passage in the Bible in Deuteronomy. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's if a woman dons the cl- the clothes. This is very close to precise. If the woman dons the clothes of a man. She is an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Oh man! And so they said, "We can get her on that." They're like looking, trying to throw the book at her, right? We got her on this because you can't lead soldiers into battle with a skirt riding side saddle. Yeah, that does not work. No, you got to put on at least a strong hat at the earth. So is she an early person who's just a tomboy? Yeah, who's, who's expressing herself in. Male, though she's biologically female. Oh, she'd okay? have been in a league of their own, probably. Oh, okay, so we know yeah. we've grown up in classes where there was the tomboy girl and the slightly effeminate boy. We, we, if not ourselves, this has been with us forever. Yeah, it, it's in literature and it's in the thing. And the difference between then and now is we have a, a raised social consciousness, so that those folks. On the continuum are are less so the object of mockery in storytelling. They're just other characters now, hmm. and there's still more room to improve that. But I'm saying um, that the, you have people who are trans, people who are who are uh, full up trans, or just simply wearing clothes that are the not what you want them to wear based on what you think they should be. Yeah, is that a free country? If this is what what concerns me a bit. A lot of the resistance to this comes from the conservative side of the voting public. And they're trying to control the freedoms of people's expressing themselves. And somewhere I read that the the pursuit of happiness, did we read this somewhere Mm -hmm. in the founding documents? (laughs) And if my pursuit of happiness is wearing a skirt and putting on makeup and lipstick, no matter whether or not I have a penis, you want to take that away from me. Why? That that is it's in a way that's a violation of what it means to live in a free country. Yeah, I think people just
0: accuse you of gaying or whatever. They accuse you of like queer that and that it would be an thing.
1: accusation at all rather than a recognition that there are people different from you yeah. who live in this free country.
0: Well, look, I'll tell you this. A lot of times I've been around a lot of dr- like sometimes there's a lot of drunk men, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't drink. But I'll get around them sometimes and you could see they start wanting to You know, they start, you know, their lips get a little wet and you see them wanting to be, you
1: know, you see them. They're, they're. they're their guards are yeah. You see the guard, are, are like, look, melting down. Okay, you see the guards on lunch break. <laughs>
0: you, know what I'm saying? you can just t- and sometimes the guy's wife would be. There. I'm like, Dude, what the fuck? What is even going on? But you see them, the eyeballs start getting a little wandering. So I think you know, I, if we were I, honest with ourselves, it wouldn't even be a problem. If we were honest with it, centuries ago. Well, yeah, there's probably just old, te- and also some of it is templates. Some of it is tradition, and people want to like people worry. I think too much if you lose tra- like, and I'm not saying they're correct. Traditions, but I think a lot of people worry if you lose tradition, then what does that mean? I think you know. I think we're still evolving in a way that we want to look at t- at at existence in a larger scale and not just in the scope of our own lives. Way, I'm a big
1: fan of traditions, and let's call them rituals for the moment. Okay? okay, a Thanksgiving dinner is a ritual. The the traditions and rituals in and of themselves, I greatly value them. They become. they're some of the greatest. Uh, binding forces in a culture are traditions. Yeah. Okay. In Passover, the Jew, the the observant Jews of the world are all doing the same thing, basically at the same time relative to the sunset. Okay. And so that's a binding force. But if your tradition is not the celebration, but what you look like, what you sound like, what you say, how what you think, then that's that. Those are traditions trying to remove freedoms that your country might otherwise be giving you yeah and where so where does it come from traditions yeah or, they kept tribes together
0: oh right. my gosh but where does the other stuff to come from like you're know, the like where does it but i think it maybe it feels like i'm trying to decide what that feels like to people that makes them so commonly that those are things that are hung on to you know
1: uh, well, if they, it's one thing because you have your own ritual. Okay, I used to always have candles for dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I blow through yards of candles. Oh, okay? I bet you did. Uh, it's a romantic, and I would like a bottle of wine yeah, and with my wife. Yeah, boy. And, no, no, I and so, but so for me that was a little bit of ritual. My mother b- burned candles, and she was Catholic, and candles are a thing in a Catholic church. Oh yeah, you they're know, candled up in there. Yeah, so I and the candles are burning during the mass. So I a little bit of candle worked into me. But I'm not that's nice. I'm not forcing someone to do something with the candle. Right. Okay. I'm not forcing someone else to pray to the candle. I'm not trying to change the behavior of someone else. It's just something I do and I do it. All right. It's when you cross over and require other people recognize this. Yeah. Um, or 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 you require other people abandon it just because you don't want it. That's not a free country. That's all I'm saying. You can imagine a country where everyone is homogenized in whatever way you want. Those, those countries exist. I didn't think that was America. Yeah. I didn't say that right. I didn't think it was America. I think it was America. Yeah. Mer, Merker. It's inter-
0: well, it's, it's just, it's really, it's Dude, interesting. Dude, I spent six
1: years in Texas. I don't know how to did pronounce you? America. Damn. You Mer- did, I met no. my wife in Texas. Oh, okay. Austin, Texas? Oh, at UT Austin. Uh, huh? Austin. Are you a Texas fan? Uh, so, <laughs> the funny thing be is, be honest, Come I don't on know if I ever told anybody this. Ah, uh, so I'm a New Yorker in Texas, which was a little bit mind blowing. Mm-hmm. You know, just the Confederate flag is everywhere, and the gun, the gun rack on the back of the pickup. Yeah, and it's just a really, I, I was, I was almost anthropological for me to observe the Texas tribe. That's what I was thinking. What does anthropological mean? It means I'm, I'm, I don't know that I'll ever assimilate but this is something interesting to observe and take notes on. Okay, got okay? it. I'd be an anthropologist. Okay, okay? got Studying it. Studying the culture. Okay, got so it. So I did that, and were uh, you really wearing that hat? Really? And those boots? <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Yeah. And this is a woman you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <That's a crazy laughs> and your belt buckle <laughs> is that big, really? And so it's all weird, but again, I'm recognizing it's another place. Right. I don't wanna homogenize them to be New Yorkers. This is Texas. It's a good point. It's got its own history six flags over Texas yeah okay it's, it's six, Texas was six different countries all right and I don't know anybody else can, that can say that you know the six countries right Mexico uh Spain I think France uh the Confederacy the United States itself and the Republic of Texas oh damn or did I did I leave one out or count that's one six. twice but that's where you get six flags the the the, oh, the amusement park. Didn't you didn't know this dude Dude, you didn't know this! Finally, some stats I can use. Oh my gosh!
0: Finally, some information I can use. That's how you get that. six
1: flags. Damn. the kid didn't come out of nowhere? Yeah,
0: I didn't know. I never thought of it. And about you
1: go it. into the state capitol and you see the flags. Yeah, they're, I've they're, actually uh, been to the state capitol. Yeah, I didn't right know there that in at all. Yeah, but um, wow. so I'm there and I. and no, So here's what happened. When I left Texas, it was six years later, I, I get back to New York and I say, you know, I want to wear some of those boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the next time I visited, t- I picked up some boots. Yeah, and then I, you know, I kind of like that hat—not the full up, you know, seven-inch brim, but the smaller brim. Yeah, yeah. So I own six cowboy hats, five pairs of boots, and one of them is like ostrich. You know, I stretch, you know, digging baby. out, digging out the animal. I, got, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't have the lizard or whatever that one is. The no, the alligator. I don't have the alligator, but uh, so. I got some stretch at the house, dude. I, and, and I, I, I wear I wear that on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, in New fun. York. I'll do that. Yeah. And so it people it turns heads, but uh, I'm comfortable in that because I I felt it. It took it was a time delay. Yeah. All right. It was. I feel it now, and now I can appreciate a, a Texas movie or a Texas culture, Texas music, which is not. It's not country western, really. Uh-uh. Uh It's not. It's not. It's not Nashville. I should say. No, it's not. It, it's. It's a lot more. It's a lot of more like red clay kind of yeah, country. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know a sad song till I heard a sad Texas song. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I I'm a big fan of the blues. You know, blues all up the coast. You know, uh, Mississippi on up to Chicago blues, but uh, up the river, I guess I should say. But um, Texas, you know, up some singing in the. You know, my dog. Oh, this is sadness over there. Sadness, okay. Parker
0: McCollum, you gotta listen to him. He's kind of a sad. Young I'll, I'll fella dig who some does
1: up. I, I'm a blues guy. Um, I'll do it.
0: He's yeah. He, you know what? His is a little bit of blues in a way. Um, so you know, I often theorize. We talk about a lot of this show, like beige. The future is all going to be beige. Like eventually, everything's kind of merging. We mean skin color. Yeah, that eventually everything is just kind of merging. Um, and I wonder if it'll be like that with sexuality as well, that everything will just, will everyone be like kind of this beige, trans kind of like, you know, uh, gangbang, you know, or like everybody just like, you know, will everybody just be like a beige, trans graffiti artist? That's uh, what I feel uh, like. Uh, I feel like uh, we're all just kind of a this I think thin. there are
1: enough people in the world that value individual al- individuality. That we will never be so homogenized. Really? Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, so for, take, let's take this to a, a a scientific limit. Okay. We can now control the genome. What is it? Uh, you know. So I got your genes, mm-hmm. and I can see you in in the uterus, and I can nip and tuck, and snip and no think, way. and you'll come out uh, uh, six feet tall uh, with this color skin, this gender, with this thing and this that, and I can make you. And that's not outlawed. We don't the the ethics of this. We don't know how to do that yet, but I don't see why we'll ne- that wouldn't one day happen. Our, our ethics are not really quite keeping up with it, not from what I've read yet. But there are people thinking about it. Okay, the first thing we're going to do is cure diseases for okay. sure. All right, you know genetic. Right, diseases. you'll go in and stop people from having different kind of Down syndrome. This right, exactly, and that, exactly, emphysema. exactly. So obvious ones, and we all have to agree which what to cure. Because even that has ethical issues. That's true. For example, it was not until nineteen eighty seven, and I report on that here in the gender and um, Expre- gender and identity chapter. It was not until nineteen eighty seven with the American Psychological Society Psychiatric Association, whatever their acronym is, um, the, the American Association of Psychiatrists, it wasn't until nineteen eighty seven where they removed homosexuality from the encyclopedia of mental disorders. Oh, it used to be in there? Yes. So you ask the question, it was before 1987 or even earlier, and you had the medical capacity to, quote, fix someone whose genetic profile, if that's where it's found, it makes them gay, would you do that? Back then, they probably would, because that's a uh, disorder. They thought it was a mental disorder. And then you find out that at least 15% of the, one out of six is this. At what point is it a disorder, and what point is it just the natural variation of who we are as a species?
0: Damn, that's crazy. So the guy who's writing the disorders, obviously, was a straight guy. Ha <laughs>
1: Perceptive, right on, and and there's the guy. What's his neuroscientist? I always forget his name. But I guess if um, you're super straight, say you're
0: super straight, you wandering out of a cave or whatever, right? You're a straight guy. You see, a no- I know that
1: I'm straight. Can I tell you how I know I'm straight? How oh. I know I'm straight? Because I wrestled for eight years, the muscled, sinewy, sweaty bodies of other men. Yeah, and at no time did I even have a tingle in my body it's oh, like yeah. i'm gonna pin your ass to the mat and get up and walk away okay and that's what i'm good i was captain of my high school's wrestling team i'm okay. just thinking my hands are all over men's bodies if i had any urge i would have felt it yeah. then so if I think they I, do one two three four you still if oh, the tapping out <laughs> the longer you stay there oh, oh the counting the thing I
0: think, but i think yeah if you just stay there and don't <laughs> tap because it feels good i think that's crazy baby
1: <laughs> yeah but, so 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 I'm I'm but do you ever wonder?
0: Do you ever wonder if you could ever, book because some people think you could evolve into it, like I, you know, I wouldn't, like I, I would wonder if one day I could be when I'm 70 years old, be a homosexual,
1: you know? I, I don't, I don't know all the drivers and causes and what's genetic and what's cultural. I, I don't know. I don't even care. It's just whatever people want to be in a free country. Let them be that. Yeah. Right. So to oh, even yeah. argue it, it's like. That's like arguing should someone wear their hair one way or the other. Wear the part. It's it's how you express. But yourself. I wouldn't say I'm a straight guy. You got w- your mullet, and you're rocking that. You've been rocking the mullet from yeah. the day one. That's your thing. If you came out with an afro. You're somebody else at that point, yeah. But this country allows that. I don't know if your fans would allow it, but the country would allow (laughs) it. Okay, they'd be impressed. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) What about this? So I think, yeah, I could see if you're a straight guy, you're writing the book right on what the rules are. A straight psychiatrist, right? Writing the book. You see a guy, you know, you're hanging out with your buddies. One of them reaches for another guy's wiener or whatever. I could see you being like, "Oh, this is a this is." But do you think he thought it was wrong,
1: or he just thought just as simply? I don't know that they value Judge, they're just saying it's a disorder right? in need of repair. So, but it was a disorder based on th- that things are just supposed to be this way. Because they had whatever biases, they had whatever inability to embrace the spectrum of humanity presented to him. Right, does nature, is nature just, or does nature gay also? Oh, okay. Uh, there are books on this, The I forgot about uh, Rainbows. Can we look this up real quick, Rainbows? Uh, just look up Rainbow and Sex and there's a book that'll come up, uh, just real quick. Uh, Evolution's Rainbow, okay. So, so there's a book called Evolution's Rainbow, okay. which explores what species out there uh-huh. actually have full spectrum sex, okay? Damn. Gay sex, it. bang sex, there's some, there, there's rape. In some, oh. there's dolphins. There's some. There's no other way to understand it. Unless, okay, so there's a full range of what's. And out I don't there.
0: care if those are line caught or. But, yeah.
1: uh, so here's my point, that I don't know that we should care what the rest of the animal kingdom is doing. Do you know there's a there's a mole rat. There's called there's something on a mole rat where oh, yeah. one variant on it. They mate for life, and the other one they're as promiscuous as go- all get out. Damn, and they're both mole rats. I got both variants. You <laughs> got so they're <laughs> so. both and they're both mole rats. So, and then people say, "Oh, eagles mate forever," and they want that to be we, we want to emulate that. And then you find out that bonobo chimps. They're fucking all the time. Oh. To resolve differences, to, to fight each. Just look at this video. Yeah. It's it's oh, behind I've the wall. You <laughs> gotta go behind the wall on the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But and so and bananos are very close to us genetically. My point is we're human. I don't care what the animals are doing. You can find an animal that'll support or or deny whatever claim you're trying to make about us. So forget them. We're our own species. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. we have the capacity to grant freedoms in some governments to your to, to support your happiness we value that yeah
0: that's so, cool because so it it's go. crazy to think that some countries don't right that's why I, i'm glad i'm in america yeah yeah am <laughs> <You do, dude. laughs> i I'm good at that right i get, yeah, I get like a b plus <laughs> <I think so. laughs> um what about this so um so do you think we'll ever really be able to travel like into another galaxy like interstellarly do you think you, you need it you need a wormhole we're not doing that without wormholes.
1: We don't have like we diesel or whatever. We don't have anything that'll push us. fast There is no rocket. Month. No, there's a rocket that will get there eventually, like in a few million years, but you don't live that yeah. long. Yeah, we, we have rockets powerful enough to get you around the solar system in your lifetime. But to the nearest stars, at those speeds, it would take 50,000 years. That's why they're talking about generational ships, where you go and you have babies. No, they grow up, they, and go. they have babies. So people, we might called, do that. It's called a generational ship. Wow, it's a little weird because Put my you're, ex on that bitch. Oh, I'll tell it's you a little that. weird because you're we're we're obligating the unborn to continue a mission oh. that you're starting that they didn't have freedom to reject. That's an ethical thing, right there. Damn, I don't know. Are you for it? Just I, yeah. I'm just waiting around for the wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> just say, yeah, dude. And don't cut through. corners. Oh, let's, no. send, let's send a boat. Oh. <laughs> okay, come on. Um,
0: so so yeah, so then we don't have anything right now that'll ever get us there. So no. we
1: are almost kind of stranded here. Stranded in the solar system. It's not so bad. A lot of good stuff going on. No, it's on cool. Here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why is it when I um when I look up at the like the sky? By the way,
1: just to be clear, we got to the moon, hung out on the moon, and came back in less time than it took Columbus to cross the Atlantic. Wow. So we're doing, all right. you know, I'm okay, I'm okay. We get to Mars, we haven't sent people, but we can send hardware to Mars in nine months, a little less, that's good. The wormhole, what would it, how big would it be? Would you have to, would
0: you be able to walk into it or do you have to kind of step into it? I, I
1: we, okay, no, it's like, you mean step across it like it's a threshold? Yeah, you've seen uh, Marvel and and Doctor Strange or uh, Rick and Morty, These are these are literal, They call them portals to other dimensions, whatever. But a wormhole would just be that. You would just go through on one side, come out the other. And you would not see the fabric of the wormhole. It would just be a hole in space. And it's a hole every direction you look at. When we think of a hole in a floor, Mm -hmm. you fall through. This is a hole in full three-dimensional space. No matter which direction you go in, you're entering the hole. And you'll come out in another place. And uh, in some places, if you take space-time and curve it, in one of the illustrations we have up on the wall now, it's curved, so if you were to travel that whole distance around the curve, that could take you a long time. You bend this, if, imagine it's a piece of paper, mm-hmm. you bend it, cut a hole through the two edges, oh. you didn't have to take that long route, and you bypass it and you get to the other side of the galaxy before the end of the TV commercial, Dang. and that's how the warp drive people do it. Is that mathematically possible? Yes. Really? Yeah, but we don't, but, You promise? Oh, yes. On paper, we can do that. But you need some matter that can that's the opposite of gravity. So it's negative energy stuff. Are we building that? That can pry open. I'm not authorized to say if we're building that. <laughs> Are you really not? Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Plus, that's what I would say if I wasn't authorized. Oh, that's, yes. I'm just kidding. That's exactly what I would say. Uh, that's wow. like asking someone if they're a spy. Yeah, I'd say no, I'm not a spy. That's what a spy would say. You know, <laughs> there's no way out of that one. You know, dang man. No, no. So, 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 what
0: would could you take stuff with you, or would you have to not have any like carry-ons or whatever? Like, how would you?
1: Do you remember Terminator when he came yeah. through time? He had to come through naked. Okay. Oh yeah. Because uh, clothing Aww. couldn't go through the 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 portal, uh, or uh, only living tissue could go through the portal. But here's a problem that they I think they forgot, or they. Hair is not alive. So going through bald. See, he should have gone through complete bald ass, bare ass bald. Damn. Plus, he has living tissue, but it's on top of his metallic skeleton. Oh yeah. So, so the skeleton shouldn't have made it through. He would have just been a pile of flesh. So they slithering on down. the gl- or along the ground. They weren't entirely consistent with their own rules. Would you one. be brave enough to go if they offered it to go? No, I'd send a gerbil first, th- through first. I'm not going through first. Damn, bro. People ask me, do you want to ride on Elon's rocket? I'd say only after he sends his mother, yeah. brings her back safely, then I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Until then, I'm sitting right here. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't go, huh? Until, until I know it's safe. All right, two gerbils, go. And they come back and they're not weird or anything. Or <laughs> one of them's doing the, uh, the hamster wheel backwards, doing the hamster dance, right? Listening right? To smooth Criminal oh. <laughs> on the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, did he do that in Smooth Criminal? Maybe oh, no. he might have. I think mm-hmm. it was. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. but he did a lean dun, dun, on it. Dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. What was the first concert you ever went to? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, I don't go to many concerts. For, for for not noble reasons. One of them is I prefer the quality of a studio album to people screaming in the background. Oh yeah. The occasional song is good, like, like Free Bird live. That's the only way I'm consuming that song because it the it's longer than the album. It's like three minutes longer or something and Leonard Skinner is jamming and every of the instruments. So occasionally you get the extra stuff going on in the live but mostly I like the acoustic quality of studio albums. So therefore, I'm not gonna see you in concert. I'm gonna buy your album and just listen to you at home. Okay, that's one. Two, concerts were expensive, dude. I didn't have that money growing up. It's expensive. So I just didn't go. And plus, I didn't have a car, because I grew up in the city. So concerts were not just, when you're in the city, it's less of a thing. Most of the people went to concerts at Madison Square Garden were out-of-towners coming in from Jersey and Long Island and things. So, but I think my very first concert was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh yeah. I saw them in Austin, Texas, and then I saw uh, the Commodores. Oh, yeah. Uh, Then my sister worked for PepsiCo, which had retained Michael Jackson for things, and I saw Michael Jackson. It, pretty good seats too in Madison Square Garden. No way. Well oh, these are some good stuff. I'm I'm not yeah, that's good. Uh how I, was that? That was good. He did stuff white all the way back from ABC. It was a full retrospective. Shake it, shake it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Yeah, it was
1: a full retrospective. And so I saw him. Uh I saw Simon and Garfunkel. Damn. But my favorite, these like my they're my my people. Let like, us be love, is that them?
0: No, that's the Beatles, huh?
1: Wait, so we're saying I've that again? I got some real
0: estate here in my.
1: Pack. Oh, yeah, that's him. Yeah, 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 that's him. That's one Get of the, the songs. Yeah yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so just a, a, a balladeer. Is that a word? A balladeer of the era. Yeah. Uh, uh, Simon and uh, Paul Simon and Simon and Art Garfunkel. And a couple of other concerts. Oh, oh, this one was good. I saw the 50th anniversary concert of The Who. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. And, and you know who opened for him? Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. oh, that's good, this was huh? good. Was it good? Oh man! And I, 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 I recorded. I don't know if I was allowed to do this, but I recorded Roger Daltrey singing the line. Because he's seventy now, yeah. singing like "I hope I die before I'm old." <laughs> that was one, that was his lyric, right? That's
0: that's, his dude's lyric. Dude, that's experience. that's uh, research.
1: Yeah, that was totally I was totally. I was on at that. dinner
0: the other night. I went to dinner the other night with David Spade. Actually, we we're both doing shows somewhere. in oh, cool. San Diego. Cool. And I'm name dropping there, but he's my friend, and we had and. Anyway, Roger Daughtry came, and he sat at the table next to us.
1: Oh. And he and
0: David knew each other, so I just got to watch them talk to each other for a second.
1: Very cool. So
0: that, to me, was pretty cool.
1: Cool, but, yeah. Um, God, you know, I do cities, too. Do you know that? You go perform. Yeah. Oh, and speak. Yeah. And That's, just answer questions. And, and 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 they're in theaters, dude. Yeah, no, I, I believe that. And, right, right. And, and the numbers that they get for stand-up comedians, they, because we're not Broadway, right? We're not, you know, you're you're a one-person show on the stage with very little overhead to produce your show, right? And so that's the same with me. There's a screen and I show the universe, but uh, I always interesting to see what comedians came before me or after me, because I'm a big fan of your trade, uh, so. Thanks, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of
0: guys, obviously, well, it's interesting thing about Joe Rogan is he introduces people to a lot of other people that they may not have been introduced From to. From his audience, yeah, yeah. audience base. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, he's
1: done it all. He's the stand-up and TV host and everything. You yeah. Know? yeah, and he
0: just is so, cur- he is one of the most curious people I've ever mm-hmm. met in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a consummate researcher.
1: That's an example of it, and the difference is he's curious in the moment, and he's got an expert, and he fills it up, and then the expert goes away, and then he fills in the blanks with his own thoughts. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so if you want to do that right, you have the curiosity. Your guest stimulates that curiosity, curiosity, and then you go take out books and f- finish the gaps. Yeah, and you know, look at the documentaries, the, and then your your curiosity isn't just. Satisfied in the moment, it's something that goes beyond the moment, so that you get the broader, deeper understanding of what's going on. That would have helped him when he got that dust up with the vaccines. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got on to him, huh? Yeah, yeah, they totally got on him. And people pulling out of Stitcher and things, you know, was it Stitcher or SoundHound? I forget what what whatever is his Spotify. Spot- so, Spotify. So, um, yeah, and people were pulling out of Spotify, you know, out of solidarity. So, uh, it's so he he got in his dust up. It's because he's. Curious in the moment, but then in, in an A D D sort of way, right? Right. Because the next the next shiny object, he wants to know about that. Right. And then he get he knows just enough about that. And you get into uh into that zone yeah. where you know just enough to think you're right, but not enough to know you're wrong. Mm. That's a zone that many people get into
0: yeah i think a lot I, i from what i remember and i don't know all of it i think a lot of his stuff was that the the bio the the bio companies were really pushing the vaccines on people a ton
1: you know there'll be yeah but is that a reason to not protect yourself against COVID? what you have to do is yeah some of that can happen all right i don't know how much it happened during COVID, but we're honest with ourselves about profit motives right yeah so now you watch now you look at Who's dying in the hospitals? Okay, it's people who are unvaccinated with comorbidities, primarily, and then other people who are sort of unvaccinated and older who are just sort of at risk. But not being old is not itself a a comorbidity, like being obese. Right, but it's but right, but it's these are factors. It's a factor. There are people who were not getting vaccinated, and so do you want to stay out of the hospital and do you want to not die? And you look at the death toll, the excess death because of COVID. Um, it is a, you can see the bump in the in the in the um, mortality statistics over those two years. There's there's whatever it is that's level because with the same amount of approximately same amount of people, number of people die every year in the United States. And then in two, 2020, it went up, and then when the vaccine came in, you saw it coming down a little, and then the people were so. Yes, it's a free country, but you can catch it and then spread it to somebody else who needs the protection mm. or can't get vaccinated because they have an immune problem. Do you th- So at that level, you're being selfish, that's all. Do you think in hindsight that
0: I always felt like herd immunity would have been the best thing for that? I don't, I'm not
1: a scientist. Yeah, sure, but herd immunity, it depends on the lethality of the drug and how quickly it spreads. That'll determine the exact herd immunity, but you gotta typically be up around 90% vaccination. So that 10% would not have to be vaccinated and they won't catch it. But the herd immunity in a rational society that cares about its citizens, the 9%, 10% that don't get immunized it's because they can't be immunized. You want the herd immunity to protect the weak, the people who are immune compromised, the people who have some genetic disorder where they rely on you to be vaccinated, so I don't catch, so they don't catch the disease. Mm. That's how we should be using herd immunity, not because you are, because you are. Um, by the way, the liberals and conservatives met each other on the other side of the fence for this. I know, in the OG, the OG anti vaxxers were liberals, okay, who, who don't trust the pharma and don't trust the b- big business and all the rest of this. And then the the the, the freedom angle came in from the right. Uh, you can't. Make, make You can't. I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. Don't
0: put this in my body. Right. Right. It's dangerous. Vaccines are dangerous. That vaccines cause or
1: hy- yeah. So they cherry picked things and they go to websites and they spend you know an hour or more but researching it and then they will claim to know more than the medical professionals. So sure, if you if you don't want to be get vaccinated, they go live alone until the till the virus goes away but stay out of the zones of people who could catch it from you if you caught it. Do you feel like if we would've not done a vaccine and just let
0: the virus go through us, it would've just went through us? It would've killed five times as many
1: people. Really? Oh, easily, easily. Wow. You don't remember, hospitals were overrun. People were in the corridors. They had mass burials, oh my gosh how quickly people forget. Well, I remember they put people on ventilators, but didn't they they realize that they shouldn't
0: have put people on ventilators? Well, yeah, so
1: on the moving frontier of a new thing, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Right, right, No, at the time, it's like, you're having trouble breathing, there's a ventilator. And then people do experiments, this is the value of experiments, say, well, if you tip this way, or you you breathe through a hole in the table or whatever, and there's a better chance, and that gets published, gets disseminated, and then you have a new best practice in that moment. And the public the public saw this happening in real, t- normally it happens you don't even see it right. because it's a controlled study on the, some corner of the world or in some country. You don't even see it until it's already tested out. But you don't wanna hold the vaccine longer than necessary if you could be saving lives with it, mm-hmm. hence the emergency provisions that were put into place. So the problem was, I think, people don't know what science is or how and why it works. And if you taught that in school, you'd say, okay, this is uh, the mask, but we also need to clean the things because we know viruses transmit on the surfaces. Turns out this virus was less a surface virus and more of an airborne virus. Oh yeah, I remember I had a buddy who was wearing a hazmat suit
0: to get his Instacart deliveries, and he was pressure
1: washing boxes of Triscuits in his front yard. because at the time that we know that to be successful against variants of, of a virus but it not that one we didn't know yet yeah but are you gonna say well we don't know yet so therefore I'm not going to do anything no you do what has worked in other you do that until we refine it people were not allowing science
0: to run its course do you think that during the pandemic that the uh that the um the uh vaccine and the bio company, the pharmaceutical companies, that they hijacked science or hijacked the well, media. Their, their studies
1: get reviewed by uh, panels of scientists. Uh, this is what the FDA does. This is the whole point, One of the main points of the FDA is to do this. So they study the efficacy of the of the virus of the uh, vaccine, and they, they study how how effective is it against uh, children. Also, things like it can be effective, but at what dose? There's Uh. more than one moving part here in the studies. They did the studies, and they found it was like 95% effective against that variant. So they said, let's roll it out. No need to do further experiments on this, on the effectiveness of the vaccine. Now, here's, here's an interesting challenge. If your vaccine is so perfect that it knocks out this variant perfectly, it might not be effective against another variant of that same virus, right? Oh, it could be oh, too perfect. Okay, could be too perfect. Correct. And so, so the, we we need search, research. And this may be going. I, I'm not. I'm not on that frontier of a of a viral serum that's more sort of a cocktail of uh, antiviral uh, elements, so that whenever the thing tries to morph or or or, or mutate. We got you. You can't mutate out of this. Oh, I see. out of this group of um, And so what they More do now with, with the flu vaccine is they just they have the specific um, uh, 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 they have the specific recipes, and they, they do cocktail together uh, for the, the seasonal flu virus, because they see different flus showing up, and, and they put them together. But I, I foresee a day when you take one antiviral serum, it takes, takes out all viruses. Mm. That'd be a fun day
0: do you think that yeah because a lot of we had bobby kennedy on and he was talking about like he was really against dr fauci and a lot of like yeah the, he's
1: yeah he has a book the truth about dr fauci right
0: so he's 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 an environmentalist so he was always grew up like about the environment right yeah so then he's like about the environment inside of your body he you know I, he believes that a lot of vaccines and stuff like can cause more damage over time
1: yeah except when you look at the people who don't die for having had the vaccine, so there's a lot of, right, right. I mean, there's a lot of cherry picking of data. I, I mean, I think he came to this vaccine argument, uh, this vaccine world, because he's he sees the abuses of corporate greed. Yeah. All right, and in the environment, a corporation will do something regardless of its effect on the environment or its effect on people. So he, I think that. Not that he's an expert on vaccines and virology or anything, but that he sees big corporations, he sees governments, right? Because he's a lawyer, yeah, and he sees people, and he wants to protect people. So that's a noble cause, a, a legacy of his entire family, of course, in multi generations. So, but what happens is people can get they get onto something that they think is true, and but the there's a larger statistical truth that negates what you think if you see three cases because the testimony is strong mm. because or or someone coincidentally gets some other thing after they get a an injection and they and they they stand up and give a talk he said oh my gosh th- this is the this is what i'm telling you you're looking into the person's eyes and you feel their emotions and you see the fire and that becomes more real to you than a pie chart
0: yeah so it's interesting you can get
1: caught up in that and
0: But do you think that these days like that, because you are from the science community, that like big pharma, like they have enough money and power that they could alter? Because that's what I feel like a lot of people, that they could alter the data or cherry pick it enough and present it to humans in a way that would just support what they want. Well, so so – so Because that's what I think in the end a lot of people probably – that's the thing that I think people think – that big pharma hijacked a lot of the information or adjusted it to make
1: people believe and think. Okay, except we have people dying in the hospital who are not vaccinated and people alive who were. Right. So you can keep talking, okay? You can keep saying whatever you want, but we have evidence that conflicts with your conspiratorial views. Right. And evidence matters in the end. And so, you know, could they have faked, could they have put their entire 100 year reputation, Pfizer, or whatever, how old they are, but I think it's around there, 100 year reputation on the line by faking data so that we would all think their vaccine will keep us out of the hospital just to sell it? We would know within weeks, if not days, if that was all a lie. Yeah, we would know because there would be as many people in the hospital who've been dying, who've been vaccinated, who were not. Mm. And those are two samples you want to compare with each other. Yeah, and when you compare that, no, that it's effective. It's effective. Now, what 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 took people by what surprised people is, yeah, you vaccine vaccinate me against the measles, i'm not getting the measles. You can breathe on me, i'm not getting the measles. All right. So how, why do people still get covid after they got vaccinated against covid? Yeah. They got a lighter case of covid than they would have otherwise gotten. Ah. Okay. You surely know people who got covid who oh, were vaccinated. Yeah. They it was a, you know, 5-day vacation at home. Okay? Use a box of tissues and you're back a few days later. Were they on ventilators and were they even admitted to a hospital? No. 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 When people get it now,
0: I'm like, I almost think they're bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> when people are like, I got COVID. I'm like, fucking get in here. Yeah,
1: get, do your work, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll take it.
0: <laughs> um, do you worry about the, like, so science is information, right? And objective information are things that can't change. If
1: it's been verified by multiple experiments right? and there's a result that comes out of it, that's not tomorrow going to be different. From today. Do you worry about the way that we share
0: information now? Because that's almost scarier. That's, you know, just like news channels and outlets and clips, the way we see things. It's adjusting people's the correct. way we think it's, all the time. It's, it's taking over the value
1: of the information. That's insightful and perceptive and correct. That they're not only controlling the information you receive, they're shaping how you receive it which has an effect on how you then behave and act on that information. So uh, as a scientist, we're trained, not always successfully, we're trained to detach from the emotions of a testimony. We're trained to be skeptical of a claim that's made that's opposite other claims that have been made before. If someone says, we've seen the YouTube videos, who's the dude hanging on his arm uh, and instead, oh, uh, uh, uh Andrew Leclerc, no. No, 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 the guy who wants you to do his diet, uh, his muscle growth, he wants you to grow muscles. He's a muscle guy. Oh, Sylvester Stallone? No, 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 he's just some guy, he's just some guy. Oh, okay. okay. Like a fitness expert. Okay, But he's got something he's selling you, and he's saying, you know the best way to get ripped muscles? It's not by going to the gym every day, it's by doing my thing. Oh, I okay? see. So it's, we respond to that. Once again, it's the easy way out. Yeah. We respond to a testimony that's saying everybody else is wrong, but this is right. As a scientist, we are trained to be skeptical of that claim. Mm. The person that says, all these scientists and all, they're all wrong and they're all in conspiracy, but I'm correct, listen to me. We're trained to be, and then not to just be skeptical and go on with life, I'm gonna find out if what you're saying is true. Why is
0: conspiracy, because conspiracies uh, and the idea of conspiracy theories have grown more in the past 10 years, I, I would think so, say. I think so. It seems like it. Sadly, but
1: yes. Do you, what, what do you attribute that to? The, the urge the, to be comfortable in your own belief system. Hmm. We started the conversation that way. Yeah. You were saying, this is what I am, and if something's poking at the sides, I don't want it. I don't wanna know about it. So now you create a worldview. You create an understanding of how things are, either because someone convinced you or you convinced yourself, okay. Now there's a gap, or there's some information that conflicts with it. So you're gonna say, if you cherish this worldview, that information that conflicts with it was falsified, or that was wrong, they don't know what they're doing. Or if there's a gap in the information, you'll say someone's hiding, the, the and that, So you say, by saying someone hiding it, that bridges you from one bit of information to another, and you can maintain your worldview. Mm. As a scientist, it is our duty to disturb our worldview every day. The headline that says scientists have to go back to the drawing board because their cherished theories might be put in jeopardy, this is bullshit. We're at the drawing board every single day of our lives. That's what we do, it's what we live for, a new discovery. Who is the? We're not in our office with our feet up on the <laughs> yeah. desk. Masters of all the knowledge of yeah. the universe. That's not us. Who is
0: uh? Who tests? Who is the final say so of something from science that it can go into society?
1: Well, in my field, there's none of that because we the patient doesn't die. Okay, <laughs> I can be spectacularly wrong about how a galaxy is rotating, mm-hmm. and uh, there's I no see. there's no product. That's going to be made based on it. Right. So, so as you as what you do gets closer and closer to the condition to the human condition, then you need sort of regulations and careful s- scrutiny. That's why the FDA exists, and there's no counterpart to the FDA for astrophysics. <laughs> ah, can the FDA be compromised or not? I, I, in principle, I think anything can be compromised. But what you so what it comes down to is, you would say, uh, the FDA is saying this. Does any other Agency, say something completely different. I'm not talking about a YouTube page. I'm yeah. talking about agency. If it says a complete, then then let's take a closer look. It's a reason to look closer, not a reason to reject or accept. That's all. And uh might they give oh, so here's one. I got one. Uh the food pyramid. This, this is this Oh, a, yeah, I remember that. This is a completely Bread. interesting. I I'm even gonna say honest. Uh, should I say honest, let me not use the word honest. It's an interesting sequence of events. Okay, Here it is. Okay, There's a study in Europe. Tens of thousands of people. It's a diet study, okay? okay? And they find out that uh, the Mediterranean diet uh-huh. is healthier for you. Low in saturated fats, low butter, not so much meat, uh, uh, grains, are in there. So beans and, and wheat and this sort of thing. And so and saturated fats. And if that's bad for you, it'll reduce your so this study came out. Here we are. Okay. This study came out and it was it took the world by storm. Cause it was so many people. And European Europe is 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 westernized, right? And we all live a western life. So this was oh my gosh. We all gotta do this. So Drop the saturated fats. Drop the cholesterol. Drop all this stuff that'll kill you fast, and eat the breads and things and that. Okay, that's what contributed to, uh, to in part the 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 just the diet the a carb diet. Yeah. Okay, and when we did that, everybody started getting fat. Mm. Everybody started getting fat. You know, what happens something else happens. Right. There's an uh, other side of it. There's another carb in your diet puts your metabolism on a roller coaster. And you end up with food cravings that you didn't previously have mm. because you got your calories from sources other than carbohydrates. So there was a secondary effect that was not folded in. But more important, that European study of I forgot how many countries was missing France. How do you have a European study that doesn't have France in it? Mm, I don't know. People okay. don't like them. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how do There's no other explanation. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we hate the
0: French. Maybe no. they didn't call, maybe they didn't answer when you called. Okay. You have a study. But that is, yeah, you got to have everybody. Cholester-
1: well, not just you have to have everybody, which is true. You have a study telling people that cholesterol is bad for you, and you're missing a country that is. St- Deeped in animal fat. The foie oh, gras, yeah. the butter, the croissant, the duck, the duck fat. All oh, of this.
0: Ducks are fucking, and almost do you fat.
1: N- do you know that the life expectancy in France is like thirty-six months, no. <laughs> it's like six months <laughs> shorter than wow. Italy, which has the Mediterranean, uh, uh, France has also got a Mediterranean thing, but their diet, you don't think it was the Mediterranean diet. Uh-uh. So they had no, it's not significantly less life expectancy than other countries that didn't eat any of that and that was not in the study they didn't put it in. so the study had a built-in bias that people were not thinking of at the time the study was mm. so this is the bias you have to watch out for yeah here we are doing an experiment believing something that's not true and yeah. that's why lately they say put in some cholesterol back in your diet it's, and 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 because we're learning that what we thought was true out of that from that one study. That's the point. One study doesn't make the truth. You need other studies that test it and re-verify it.
0: Yeah, because I saw, I was watching, uh, well, I was just watching that show Dope Sick and it was about like the opioid crisis or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy sometimes that, why do we let bad things into our society that seems so bad, you know? It would seem like sometimes we would be able to. Well, we have
1: addiction problems. I mean, that's a problem.
0: Yeah, addiction. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, right. If we didn't have addiction problems, then you need none of that, right? Right. Yeah. Let me get high today, and then I'm fine tomorrow. Right. I'm not. You know. So that's a susceptibility we have in our physiology. But you can be a gambling addicted, and uh, there are many addictions. Oh yeah, we got a lot of addicts. listening to this. Okay.
0: We do. Okay. No, I've been an no, addict. Don't mean to so laugh. That's why I talk about I don't mean to laugh, right? Oh, but No, it's, it's fine. Right, right. We're all, we laugh about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So we laugh uh, the addictions are, are that weakness. And when you have other people that exploit that weakness, yeah. like, like the casinos and the drug dealers, anything. Yeah. Any, anything. Yeah. Anything. Someone's there to make money off of your inability to stop what you're doing. Yeah. That's what
0: I worry about. Like, even with the drug dealers at like big levels, it's like, are we. Is our FDA compromisable Sometimes I worry, you know. Or if we've gotten to that point as a country where everything's com- like we're just—it's more. Well, if you if you lose fact.
1: all confidence in the agencies and the entire system, um, then where are you going to put your confidence? Is it the YouTube channel you were looking at? Is it the? Yeah, is it the guy on the YouTube channel? Say the FDA is wrong about everything. Right, I'm just, right by what I'm selling you. Right. Where so. It's a good question, I think, but that's what I think
0: you see. I don't know if you see a lot of that happening, but I think there's people who don't know where to put their confidence anymore. I feel like we used to all know where to put our confidence. Does that make any sense?
1: Um, Yes, but I'm saying there are people who are sowing doubt in places where there's no need to do so. Uh, People who are indicting the entire scientific community. Oh, by the way, while they're still using their smartphone, okay, Uh, I, I sent out a tweet. Should I have left it in my forbidden file? I don't know. (laughs) It was a letter. It was like, dear flat earthers, uh, anti-vaxxers, homeopaths, and on a whole list of like pseudoscience, okay? Dear, you found each other and communicate with one another using a device that that using a sophisticated device that uses frontier advanced discoveries in engineering science technology and math just thought I'd alert you of this fact. Sign your <laughs> your smartphone, okay? This is the letter your smartphone should be telling you yeah. every day. Yeah, it's true. I don't trust science, science is this. Oh wait, what's the best way route around the round of traffic to get to grandma's yeah, house? Yeah, Which is using GPS satellites and what do you think we do as scientists? And by the way, there people think that scientists are somehow conspiring. Have you ever been to a scientific conference? We're arguing all the time. Yeah. We don't agree. That's a
0: great point.
1: No, it's just. I,
0: That's a great point. It's really you're really living
1: twice point. as long as your great grandparents because of science. Yeah. Oh, I don't trust science. Science, did. <laughs>
0: it's, <laughs> dude. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I yeah. I don't know. I wonder where all this dis where the distrust started to really come from. I feel like twenty years ago, it wasn't here.
1: Well, I think maybe it was. There was some distrust that began. Uh, with Nixon and Watergate. Oh yeah. Where can we trust our government and institutions? We knew there were corrupt politicians every now and then, but the system for it to be embedded and the and the 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 papers, Pentagon Papers. This is stuff going that was released out of the Vietnam War, smuggled out. The New oh, York yeah. Times reported on it. You learned of oh, the, the shaky stuff, shady stuff we're doing. Are we the noble freedom fighters to the world, or are we sleazy corporate? So I think it began then. So it means, yes, skepticism is fine, but skepticism is not the same thing as everything you tell me is wrong. Right. Scepticism Let me double check that. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a really, really great thing to say, man. And it's a great thing to remember. And I think it's interesting because that's what some of your book, a lot of your book is interesting things to think about, different ways
1: to think about them um and like i said if you're going to read it at all read it before thanksgiving dinner <laughs> so, yeah. that, so that so you can i know how to argue oh you can wh- wh- bring up some good all points. the crazy uncle and the aunts come over that's true and you just calmly say well have you thought of this thought have of been, this you'll be the calmest arguer there ever was that's what i will say there's a lot of great
0: have you thought of this and it's it was some parts were like i don't know if i want to think about that but it's nice <laughs> my one last question for yeah. you what do you got sometimes i look up at the sky right and i'll look up and I feel like, especially if there's stars out there, I'll feel like uh, it's kind of like like something's looking back at me. Does that make any sense to you at all?
1: <laughs> I, I, I once tweeted something like that. I said, sometimes I wonder, as I gaze into the night sky, whether the stars themselves are gazing back at me.
0: Oh, damn. I didn't realize I sounded so damn bi about it. <laughs>
1: And that's when people said, "Are you high, Neil? Put down the joint." Are you? There, there's this. There's, 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 there's a reliable influx of people yeah, who, are, yeah. who are certain. But sometimes
0: I'm, I look up. I feel there's a like a thing. I don't know what it is, bro. I don't think it's gay or anything. I think it just feel like the space is looking back at me. Well, maybe
1: I'm gay for space, bro. Well, so, I we're not likely the only life forms in the universe. There's probably very many. Some vastly more intelligent than we are. Here here we're sitting here looking up into the night sky, countless thousands of stars. With binoculars, it rises into the millions of stars. With telescopes, it rises into the billions. There are surely civilizations there looking up at their night sky, and they see our star, the sun, as part of some constellation that they identify in their night sky. And there's a Theo Vaughn there looking up, asking, Is anyone up there looking down at me? And we get to say, Yes, we have your counterpart. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> 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 we got a Theo Vaughn in, in this galaxy, too. No, no, I'm just saying it's fun to think about we being in the night sky of some children's diagram as seen by another place in the galaxy. You got to answer the question. What do you tell me about the individuals? Whatever. would you say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll take you out with that. Uh, do you know how precious life is? Most people don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, I think because look at the risks we take. Oh, let me jump out of an airplane, you know, and maybe the chute will open. Okay. All right. That's a whole kind of person we got out there. Just look at YouTube videos. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. With the GoPro. Red Bull. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. There's been about 100 billion people who have ever lived. Wow, really? Yes. And there's only eight billion now. No, about 100 billion if you add it up over all time. Damn. All right, so now, do you know how many people can exist? You take a look at the genes, find out how many combinations of genes can make an authentic human being. And you do that, you can do the math on this. And it is stupendously larger number than the 100 billion it 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 is i i give a number in here but that even that's a low estimate that could so, have existed over time or that could exist total same difference okay okay so i give a low end number of a million trillion trillion total possible numbers of plausible human beings that could exist what it means is you are alive against stupendous odds You are breathing air, observing sunsets, gazing into the night sky. Most people who could exist will never experience that. Wow. In fact, as Richard Dawkins has said brilliantly, you get to die. Mm. And you say, I don't wanna die, I'm dying. Most people who could exist will never even be born. And you're going to complain about the life you have? Yes, not all lives are equally. I get that. Yes, and, and you could get the wrong hand dealt to you, either birth defects or or your family, whatever it is. This oh is my God, that is your whatever it is. That's what you've got. Yeah, use it, develop it, do all you can. Within your power and the power of others who love you, to to maximize what you can be, what you can think, what you you can learn, how you can love, all of this.
0: Your gift. It's the gift. Because as you, most people, most people that could exist mathematically will never exist. Wow. So right
1: there, you are a you you are as special a living entity as there ever was. Amen. So that so, in the end of this chapter and 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 what I do uh, as an epitaph, there's a quote from an educator Horace Mann uh, you might have heard the name but he was t- 200 years ago brilliant guy head of universities he gave a commencement speech and he said, "I beseech you, love that word nobody uses it anymore yeah, you get I mean you girls hang up immediately if oh, you do. oh is that right is that right <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I, so. I, I haven't tested it I don't know I'll try to bring it back and maybe they'll <laughs> stay on with you. I beseech you. Yeah, if you say, I beseech you to go on a date with me, right, that's that's the end of that you're call, done. right there, you're done. Yeah. Um, I beseech you to treasure up in your hearts these my parting words. Be ashamed to die until you have scored some victory for humanity. Mm. And if you got one time on Earth, there it is. There
0: it is, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank you so much for your time, man. It really uh- A delight
1: to meet you. Of course, I know your work, and it's it's as it's as authentically honest. It, it's you know, it's unpretentious. You are just feeling it out there on stage, and people well, thanks, people man. people know you're feeling it, and they feel it too. And I think it's some it's some potent humor, which which gives you some power that. You know you have power, but it's even more power than that because you can bring people with you I'm starting
0: to realize that more. You know, I want to be able to be As creative as I can in work and also I want to be able to question things and think about stuff as much as I can So I'm really grateful for
1: this conversation right now in my life and to stay relevant as a comedian You got to stay on that frontier, right? You can't relax for a minute. Mm -mm. Oh, man, Plus a joke you told last week, you can't tell next week. Yeah, we're okay. scientists. <laughs> well, I'll tell a few, but- I'll But you'll it. hear the groan. And the, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah will. The
0: audience reaction evolves, right? <laughs> well, part of the groan is deep inside of myself because it knows it's not. I'm not maximizing my potential. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. Um, but thank you so much for your time, man. Uh, Dude, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're a, you're a value to humanity, and we appreciate you. Thank you. You, you got it. it.
1: Now I'm just falling on the breeze and I feel I'm falling like these leaves. I must be cornerstone. Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this piece of mind I found I can feel it in my bones.
2: But it's gonna take little...
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite and welcome to Kite Club